0: Podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and with me here, as always, is our NHL analyst and expert, the Grumpy Old Man. They say there's no shame to his game because he's always the same. That's me. (laughs) Grumpy, how are you doing this fine Wednesday evening? Great. How about you? Oh, not bad. I tell you, this is I don't know. There's no show on. There's no show on Saturday. My God, your internet is looking a little, 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 a little fuzzy today, oh, Grumpy.
1: Shut up. Nothing wrong with my internet. It's your brain. It's a little oh,
0: fuzzy. You're looking a little fuzzy today. Your connection, Grumpy. You got to get. You got to get somebody up there on top of your roof to go ahead and fix the little rabbit ears you got going on there, Grump. Or the little satellite dish. However you're getting your internet, you need to get it fixed there, Grump. But um, uh, the for those get who for those of you who are new to the channel welcome this is a twice a week all islanders podcast that takes place every single wednesday and saturday at 8 p.m eastern standard time so if you're new to the channel there's a few things we encourage you to do we implore you to do we encourage you to subscribe on youtube to make sure you don't miss out on any of the future content that we release and also we encourage you to hit the thumbs up button to like the video Apparently that helps the algorithm and helps get this amazing podcast out to the masses of New York Islander fans there are. So, and also you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Islanders uh, Islanders Never Say Die. You can follow us there on Facebook and Twitter. Islanders Never Say Die podcast. Um, and uh, one more general housekeeping item: we do have a secondary podcast. It's an all sports podcast called TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. That takes place every single Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and every single Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you're new, you like what we produce with our Islanders content, make sure to check out our all sports podcast. TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. We talk anything and everything sports. We talk NHL. We talk NFL. We talk college athletics, MLB, NBA, European football. We talk at hell, even when even formula one. We sometimes talk, we talk anything and everything sports on that show called TJ and the grumpy old man. You can find it in the link in the description below, or as a featured page here on our YouTube channel, who all of the housekeeping is out of the way. Grumpy old man.
1: Also, I know sun X is once again, starring the comments. Now, I don't know. Did Rick Roma piss off sun X last time?
0: Why is that? Oh, is he not starring any Rick's comments?
1: He hasn't, and actually, a couple of them I like. A couple of the comments, and X hasn't starred them. And I'm like, why is X? A, I just wonder if Rick Roman. Remember, remember, wrong.
0: Rick, 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 tr- Rick tricked Sun X the last time, pretending like he was the first time oh. comment. And look, X is carrying a little fucking vendetta. Look at him. he's oh, a little, God.
1: he's a little vindictive. <laughs> like I would uh, say, I would say the Rick Roma, A25 comment is pretty good, and then piggyback right after that. Rick Roma's contract um at okay. 829. He, I think those are two really good. I'd love to see those back to back because they're okay. interesting. Okay,
0: thank you, Grumpy. Um okay. X is the comments are staying in your lane, Grumpy. We'll let X handle the comments. We'll but we'll we'll give him critique afterwards if we've got any issues. Oh right. um, I'm just, trying but we're getting, I'm just trying we're getting close. We're getting close to the start to the NHL season, ladies and gents. Very close. You can almost you can almost see it. Um, there will be no show this Saturday. Um per Grumpy's edict. No show this Saturday. Um he'll be with some ex-
1: okay, okay, okay. Tell everyone why we're not having a show on Saturday. Don't make it sound like I've just I'm like, like I'm a tyrant who just unilaterally said no show on Saturday. Grumpy said what's the reason why? You know what you not Grumpy? You were just like, I
0: don't want to do it. I'm feeling kind of lazy. I'm feeling like sleeping in or sleeping Saturday evening. And I said, Grumpy, but the NHL regular season starts a week from Saturday. And you're here taking days off already, Grumpy.
1: Ugh. I think that Sun X should comment in what the reason is we're not having a show on Saturday. I can, I
0: can add him and to I the think stage. Everyone,
1: everyone on this podcast, not like when TJ just takes off because, well, I'm TJ, and I just do what I want. It's, you know, Sun X, is he's having his engagement party on Saturday. And I think everyone can say, you know what? It's it's certainly, it's excuse for the grumpy old man. We put TJ out by himself, but I think there's an FCC violation if you just go on and do two hours of dead silence, uh, which (laughs) is what it's like TJ's on the show by himself.
0: Uh, you know what just because x is having just because x is having an engagement party doesn't mean that he's allowed to skip he still needs to be here ready to work during his engagement party i don't care if he's getting married or not we need sun x ready to go that's right he cuts his best fire <laughs> oh, sun x wow. there it is man, fire was, sun x. there it is that was out
1: of the blue right that's a little early for that one
0: hey i like it i like it he cuts a on early. it these Islanders, these 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 um these uh, Islanders rated R, Island's misery rated R, aren't so bad after all. Grumpy, maybe they're getting oh, up. They, maybe I'm starting to warm up to them after all, huh?
1: <laughs> playing playing um, Freddie flip flop over there. That's TJ. I know. You don't care. I know
0: enough screwing around. Um, but uh, Islanders had a few preseason games since we last spoke. Last podcast was about is Oliver Wallstrom going to crack the opening lineup? It sure as hell doesn't look like it. Um we'll talk a little bit more about that today. I wanted to talk about the game the Islanders played against the Devils. The Islanders lost in a in a high-scoring entertaining game to the Devils 6 to 5. But when we were watching the game, Grumpy, you said you kind of felt like it took you back to yesteryear of your younger days, Grumpy. Explain, explain to me what you mean it, by that.
1: It did. I just the way the the Devils just handled the puck and his thing. I do want to show the highlights. I mean we have the highlights, do we not?
0: Well, yeah, explain to us like how it was like yesteryear, Grumpy. Yeah, you can I can liken to another I, sporting event that we've got yes. queued up there ready to go for you.
1: For people of a certain age, ABC used to have the wild, the wide world of sports, you know, um, the thrill of victory, the agony of defeat. And, you know, periodically a couple times a year, at least it seemed like a couple times a year anyway, they'd have, you know, the Harlem Globetrotters come on and they'd always beat the Washington Generals. Well, I mean, I was like, here you go, Meadowlark. Remember old Meadowlark Lemon and Curly Neal and Marcus Haynes, all those guys. Will Chamberlain even played on the team for a year. Um, but you know, they had like their little music. <laughs> here is. it is. This is a catchy tune. Okay, you're
0: so far behind, Tommy. All righty, Grandpa, we get get the point, right? Yeah, well, I got the Harlem Globetrotters. We started playing for you. I'll put this low in the background so you could talk about your point that you wanted to bring about because we had had hypothesized, right? I said it kind of reminded me of the Harlem Globetrotters when we wound up playing the Devils.
1: We were watching the Islanders play the Devils, and I was just like, man, the Devils, and even Danico said it on the broadcast – the Devils are just toying with the Islanders. It led to a little bit of an aggressive for check behind the boards in an exhibition game, which you usually don't see. And he's like, "Yeah, they're just kind of toying with the Islanders." And I, I just thought of Harlem Globetrotters, trotters, and we played uh, the Washington Generals. And I just, you look at Jack Hughes; he was like Meadowlark Lemon, and uh, Brat was like Curly Neal. It was like, holy crap, terrible. Sorokin was not great in that game. I know we're gonna talk about these things. Uh, but then it came to me also if Sorokin isn't Vesna trophy winner, Islanders don't make playoffs. It's just that plain and simple. But there were positives. I thought there were positives to the Islanders. We're gonna talk about it today on the show. Um and that's just what, but I I automatically thought Harlem Globetrotters, they were they the devils are really good, really good.
0: The way that they were passing the puck the way Incredible. that they, the movement and the way they cycled through in and out of the zone, the offensive zone, had deadly look. I was like, holy shit. I remember I, remember I called up Grumpy. I'm like, it's like watching the Harlem Globetrotters. It's, you could tell it's an exhibition game. It's not like, hey, you know, they're trying 110%, but just how smooth and how natural everything looked. I was like, holy crap. We're watching the Harlem Glo- Globetrotters and the New York Islanders are the Washington Generals.
1: <laughs> it, almost, it almost looked like, to me, it almost looked like a scrimmage in the sense, okay, we're working on something. We want to give a little bit of defensive resistance, but we want our offense to look good. That's what it looked like to me. And the Islanders were the the half-hearted defense. And I'm not saying they played half-hearted. It just seemed like that, watching the Devils with the way they moved the puck and every other thing. I, just, it was, I was like, holy crap. You, you know the type of scrimmage I'm talking about, right? Like you go through, like a walkthrough. Okay, this is what we're going to run. The guys kind of give, you know, we're going to give minimal resistance. That's what it seemed like to me. Devils are good. Devils are good. If they had a goaltender, they could possibly contend for a Stanley Cup, but they don't have one.
0: Uh, yeah, oh. Schmid. Schmidt probably won't be the answer for them, right? We could we can he all saw, probably so. agree on that. I and mean, Jesper Bratt gold. Jesper Bratt scores they, himself a little exhibition hat trick. <laughs> John Marino hangs up too, on the Islanders. The they just, the just really, looked, they looked really good. There were certain things I liked about the Islanders play too. But yep. I you know, when I watched that, when I watched that scrimmage, and now albeit both teams did not always have all their starters in there, right? It's an exhibition game. Yep. I was like you know what, it's it's looking like the Devils are not going to have a sophomore slump this year. It's exhibition, albeit we we throw that caveat in there a million times, but, man, do they look like they might pick up where they left off last year with another year of experience for these young guys and another year of professional growth.
1: I look at Carolina and the Devils head and shoulders, the top two teams in the division. I, I think the rest aren't even close, honestly. So those two. Then it's the Rangers and Pittsburgh, and then the Islanders. um After that, you know, Washington, whatever, Philadelphia, and Columbus. That's probably going to be – that's probably the way – actually, we don't even have to watch the games this year. That's how it's going to end up. So I, I'll You'll give be you a spoiler probably- alert. Spoiler alert to the end of the year. Metro division is going to be – I'll give you – pick whoever you want to top right uh, hurricanes, devils. Then it's going to be Rangers, Pittsburgh, Islanders, Washington, Philadelphia, Columbus. We don't even need to watch the season. It's going to happen.
0: Okay. I, I wanted to mention this Jesper Bratt, by the way, he is leading the, N- he's leading the NHL in goal score during the preseason. So he's, you know, if he's able to carry that over into some regular season action, obviously things are going to go well, but anytime you score a hat trick and he's already scored one tonight against the Rangers, I mean that uh, a guy looks like he's pick, like picking up where he left off. That's for certain, and you know that's the Devils' team looks dangerous. They're extremely fast. They're extremely skilled. They've got great stick handling ability. They're young, right? They're energetic. Um, kind of a little opposite, I'd say, as to what the Islanders are. Wouldn't you agree?
1: The antithesis of the Islanders. Everything that the Devils are, we are the opposite. We have a great goaltender. They got everything else. Sorry.
0: we don't have that we don't have everything else but we got a great goaltender
1: that's it <laughs> we have a great cold goaltender they have everything else they're good they're good yeah and jack hughes i and people know i never liked jack hughes probably just because his name is jack hughes he's good. You, you, good. you had an he's irrational
0: really hatred for jack hughes and i'm always just told you i like
1: Hughes is pretty damn good yeah i know but just like i, said, I don't watch a whole lot of devil's games and just the name doesn't stand out for me. So I'm like, oh, Jack Hughes, you know, John Smith, you know, Harry. Anybody who named Harry, they have to be slow. You know, Harry Jones, just names like that. They don't – I just don't get the jump from it. Jack Hughes is really good. His brother's playing on the team. He's pretty darn good too. They yeah, both Luke scored. Hughes. I guess they're both on the power play unit. A couple of assists on a goal. Pretty good. Pretty good. They're a good team. Hate to say it.
0: Yep, they absolutely are. Um, they don't have a goalie,
1: though. Do not have a goalie.
0: Yep, and that's that's the one thing that I think is going to be their demise. Now, here's the thing. At the deadline, it's easy to address the need of, we need to go ahead and trade for a goalie.
1: Can't wait till the deadline.
0: I'm saying at the deadline, it's easy to do that. In, in the regular season, they're going to win games just because they're going to outscore other opponents. You don't win sure. playoff series because you outscore other opponents, though. That's the big thing. True. You know, so you know it's worth mentioning. But you know, I'll I'll throw this one out here too. There's some things about the Islanders that I liked. Right? I want to go ahead and jump into. I like that we've consistently been having the right defensive pairings out there. Finally, I feel like the Rock. Finally, we finally Finally! the defensive
1: pairings have come to town.
0: How many years have we been asking? that they pair up Pelik with Dobson. And then when, when we brought in Romanoff, we said, let's pair up Romanoff with Pulak. And your bottom pairing is Mayfield with whoever else your bottom pairing partner needs to be. Ajo, Duke, you name them, they could be the bottom pairing. You don't have to play them as much. But we've been begging for years to put Pelik with, with, with Dobson. And for a full year, we've been saying Romanoff with Pulak. Make it happen. They finally do it, and I'm excited about what I see. I'm excited about the prospect of what I'm seeing here on the defensive side of the puck.
1: I mean, I think the Islanders' best defense pairing is Dobson and Pellick. They're your two best defensemen. They should be out there. They Their skill sets mesh as well. Pulak and Romanoff, let's see. Romanoff, we're going to see in the highlights. He did some Rom- Romanoff stuff in that game, which he looks silly, trying to do what he does worst, I guess. And it, it, it came to fruition. And the bottom pairing, Scott Mayfield has not looked the same so far. It's early, but he looks a little creaky. He just looks our, a little creaky so far.
0: Our most recent game, this is the lineup, right? We've talked about this for a while. The lineups are throwing out there. It's only preseason, but and, and I think today hopefully is is you know, today's lineup pairing that we've seen in practice hopefully is more of what we'll see in the regular season. But for whatever reason, unbeknownst to me, Wallstrom has been paired up with Ishikov, and he's been paired up with AHLers on his yeah. line every single preseason game he's played. And like Stefan Rosner had, had, had wrote an article about it, right? How Holmstrom, right? He's been given first-line opportunity after first-line opportunity and had chances but was unable to execute. And it looks like Wallstrom's off to a slow start. He's been paired with guys like Ishikov and Kuhlman And I mean, like it's it's just like he doesn't have he doesn't have any he's got AHLers as his fellow line mates. Of course, he's not going to shine.
1: And Stefan happened to mention in his column that you know he Wallstrom hasn't had the most of his chances. Okay, I'm going to argue that Wallstrom playing with a couple of AHL guys on the third line is not really being given a legitimate shot as opposed to Holmstrom who's playing with Horvat and Barzell every night and can't, he couldn't hit the ocean if he shot the puck off of a pier. Now in all
0: fairness, in all fairness, he did go ahead and point out that Holmstrom has not played well in the preseason.
1: In all fairness, I told you that two years ago that Holmstrom sucks after I watched him live. I'm like, no, absolutely not. I don't even understand unless they're trying the old spread the suck around theory, which, you know, I'm a proponent of what they've done. The spread the suck around thing. They don't have Bailey anymore, so they're going to put Bailey 2.0 on that first line, being Holmstrom. They talked with the former coach, his uh, whoever the coach is now for uh Bridgeport. He said, Yeah, he needs to hit the net more. He tends to, it's almost like he said the moment gets too big for him and he just misses the net. And that's what you've seen all preseason. He's been given great passes from Barzell. He just can't put the puck on net. Looks like, hey, I'm gonna do my best Ryan Pullock imitation and just miss miss the net. Hmm. To me, he's if it's me, and Stefan suggested this also, he's played himself out of opportunity this year. Send his ass back down and let's just move on from that. Yeah. Hudson I, fashion deserves I'd rather have Hudson fashing on the first line well, with Horvat than uh, and Barzell, as opposed well, to Holmstrom.
0: What I want to do, because we had mentioned, right? Hey. Oliver Wallstrom, up until today, the only time we've seen him in, and even in practice, he's been with complete AHLers. Not a single other NHLer's been on his line in a game situation. Oh, well, he played almost half a period up on the first line. Yeah, it's not like you're playing an entire game. You're playing half a period. You're not really getting a lot of time on the ice. Now, Holmstrom has been given every single opportunity available to be a number one guy. Now, today... This is what the lines practiced as, and I could see these having a higher possibility of being the lines that we've got. Kyle Palmieri finally returned back to action and practicing with the team, or second day practicing with the team. So your first line again, Holmstrom, Horvat, and Barzal. Your second line of Engvall, Nelson, and Palmieri. Your third line of Lee, Joe, and Wallstrom fourth line of martin sezikis clutterbuck a fifth line these are aka the guys who are not going to be everyday players ross johnson gothier and hudson fashion your defensive pairings are rolling off and pulak pellick and dobson aho and mayfield and bolduke and ladue with sorokin and varlamov as your two goals
1: okay um let's start with the positives Nelson, Engvall, Palmieri, right? You figure they ended this. Well, they played okay towards the end of the season. They're going to keep them together. Okay, that's fine. Engval can't shoot the puck. Uh, he scored a lucky goal on a goaltender mishap, which we'll look at shortly. Um, but you, can, you see why they want to keep that line together. They performed well towards the tail end of last season. I like Pajot with Lee and Wallstrom. And I now here's the thing I'd rather have Wallstrom on on the first line because he shoots the puck and puts it on net. I think that would have our best chance of the first line succeeding long term as opposed to just being, you know, Horvat and Barzell and, you know, Bailey 2.0 on the first line. I don't like that line. Um, And the fourth line is the fourth line. To me, Fashing and Gauthier have both played better than Holmstrom in the preseason.
0: I agree with that. The fact that
1: I just I don't understand jamming Holmstrom down our throats when guess what he's just not the answer. Sorry, and when you hear things, they all say, "Well, he's got a high hockey IQ." Where have we heard that? Where have we heard that before? For years, yeah, yeah, you know, he's really smart. He knows what you're supposed to do out there. That's Josh Bailey. I called this guy Bailey 2.0 the night he was drafted, and the media has just followed right along, goose-stepping with what they're being sold to by the Islanders. Sorry. He's no good. I didn't think I was going to have a whipping boy. Put this piece of shit on the first line. That's already taken care of for the 2023-2024 season.
0: <laughs> oh, good gracious. Fashion, I'd
1: much rather have Fashing fashion or Wallstrom on that first line. Sorry. Sorry.
0: What I will say is this, right? I think Wallstrom definitely needs to play. It looks like he will. He's going to be paired up with Lee Pajot. And Walt, uh, Lee Pajot is who his partners are going to be. Now, I will say, is it maybe a little confusing that a guy who missed over 50% of last year, who probably needs to get some chemistry reestablished in preseason, is the guy who's going to get very limited time with NHL starters? Yes, I think that's very odd. I thought that, you know, and again, I'm not the coach, but maybe you give him more than like a week to reestablish some connection if you're planning on playing him in an everyday role because this guy missed, what, 50 games last year? And you're saying, hey, you're going to now just start skating here with the third line and maybe you'll get two preseason games at the third line. So for me, I'm a little confused by that, but I guess they all have a method to their madness. I would feel, and again, I don't. I'm not like buying into the. Oh, Garthier is so great. He's so this. I thought he's had a good preseason, though. He's yeah. a bottom six guy. Yep. We or have too many bottom six guys on this roster and on this team. And Hudson Fashing absolutely deserves to be in the lineup. You saw how yep. well he played on the second line when he was paired up with Engvall and Nelson. Hudson Fashing not getting a spot is just—it's criminal, in my opinion. And they're going to roll right. out that same archaic fourth line. Like, they're still the same best fourth line in hockey from almost a decade ago.
1: Um, why not give Palmieri a shot on the first line? Sure, why not? I mean, he's a guy who knows, as a veteran, he knows how to get to a spot, and he's okay shooting the puck. I think Barzell's in for a big year. I just, I do. I, I he's looked, He's looked spectacular this preseason.
0: He's looked really he's looked like good. He's looked like captain material, leader material.
1: Well, he's not going to be the captain. They're also going to name an assistant captain to take over Bailey's spot. And they're saying it's going to be Nelson. Is Nelson the type of guy you want as an assistant, a soft Ichabod Crane-looking son of a gun like him? Absolutely not. You could say MF Bar- or
0: Grumpy, and that's what you want to say.
1: Barzell should be have a letter on his shirt. Sorry, he should. I'm not buying into Nelson as an assistant captain at all. Not at all. I just, like I said, I just, Holmstrom is not the answer on the first line. You're right. The team has a lot of bottom six guys, and we got one of them on the first line. Engvall, let's be honest, is a bottom six guy. He's on the second line on this team. He's not not a good enough shooter. How many times, it's noticeable to me, he'll have a shot in the slot, on first wrist shot, and the puck will always slide off the back heel of his stick. I've seen it five, six, seven times from him in his limited time with the Islanders. I've seen it twice this preseason. That's just something he just, he's not a good shooter on the puck. It's going to hurt us at some point in time. That's going to hurt us. I mean, I will say this. Down the go ahead, TJ.
0: No, go ahead, Grub. Finish your thought.
1: Um, to me, on a good team, he's a bottom six guy. On Toronto, he was a bottom six guy. There's a reason. Okay, on this team, he's he's top. He's a second line guy. That's fine. I'd even rather give hit. Well, I don't know if I give him a shot on the first line, um, but somebody who could shoot the puck has to play on that first line. It's not Simon Olmstrom. It's not. The sooner I, they recognize that and correct it, the better off the team is going to be this season.
0: I'm not going to complain about results. Right, and that la- that second line had results in a very limited time frame. They had lo- results, just that simple. I'm willing to roll them out and give them absolutely another chance. Simon Holmstrom should not be in the lineup. Simon Holmstrom should not be. Sorry, and like what would lead me to believe to think that he's going to play the first line role? Well, he's practiced with the first line the entire preseason. He's played every preseason game along with Horvat and Barzal. It would lead me to believe that they're probably queuing
1: him up to be on the first line. What do you think? He can't hit the net. He cannot hit the net. You can't have that on your first line. You cannot have a winger who cannot hit the net from five foot from goal. You cannot have that. You just can't. You can live with that type of lack of offensive ability on your bottom pairing, on your bottom line, and maybe even your third line. You got one guy like that. Not on your first line. You have to have someone who can put the puck on the net and can shoot. That's why I'm saying Wallstrom, first Wallstrom, because if if Palmieri and Nelson Nangval are a line that's clicking, you don't want to break them up. I've never been a believer in, oh, that line's like really, really good. Let's break them up. No, 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 no. You find something that works, you stick with it. Move Wallstrom up to the first line. And then you put Fashing on the third line with Pajot and Lee. That's what I would do.
0: I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine giving that a shot. I will say I, Hudson Fashing, he moves his feet around. He's an energy guy. He's even a better option than Simon Holmstrom on the first line. Yes. You saw how well Fashing played and Matt Barzal played when he was paired up with guys like Fashing, guys like Casey Zizekas, guys who have an active motor he plays well with. It doesn't even necessarily need to be a great creator. They need to have guys who skate that move their feet and that are active in the zone, and it creates opportunities. That simple. So uh, if Simon Holmstrom on opening night is our first line left wing, guess what, guys? We're not winning a Stanley Cup. If you have Simon Holmstrom as your first line left winger, your team is not winning a Stanley Cup. That simple. He's not not of the quality needed to be a first line left wing.
1: Right. Not even going to win a coffee cup, like in a white elephant giveaway. Not getting any of that either.
0: Not even winning a coffee cup. Now, I wanted to showcase some of the highlights, right? Some of the goals scored. Now, here are some of the goals that we had scored, and I'll put a little bit of the volume on here.
1: Defenseman. Fumbles the this puck, puck. boom boom nice body movement. Bam Barzell. Beautiful. He walked. He okay. The guy was a little flat footed. Barzell picked his pocket and just floated. And Schmid sucks. But here's the thing. Matt Barzell's shooting the puck much more this preseason. Good job. Does
0: Andersley get an assist for that? No. I hope not.
1: No, because the player touches it.
0: Okay. Gotcha. I wasn't sure if it had bounced over his stick. Um,
1: mishandling the puck again, instead of just, you know, let's pull it out. When you try to get uh, – we got to keep it in the zone, you get beat. I'm
0: trying to – I'm thinking here's another goal here. I was just trying yep. to look ahead there, Grump.
1: This is the one for, I believe, for Nelson.
0: And they had him a little bit on the ropes there. Like, right, what do I like here? When you see – and again, these are not all starters – But I like at least we're keeping our head up. We're making sure we diagnose opportunities, right? It is preseason. Everything goes slower when you got shittier opponents out there on the ice. Unmarked in front of the net, we're able to execute.
1: Look what DeFore does here. He gets in the scuffle with the guy. The guy's too busy fixing his helmet, which lets Brock Nelson uh, sneak down for the poking. Nice job by DeFore using the body in front of the net. You know who you don't see in front of the net? Number 18. You're not going to see him there in front of the net. Absolutely. Right here.
0: There he is battling it out, right there, exactly yep. right.
1: And I mean, it frees up, it frees up Nelson. Where, okay, here's the thing. He Nelson makes a nice move, cutting past the defense. Yeah, I realize it's not their starters, but still, Brock Nelson, nice job going to the net. And you got DeFore mixing up with the guy over there, so he can't even turn around for a play. And nice pass from Engval, and it's two nothing before you know it.
0: And now here's a few goals against. Now let's take a look here, guys. Get some traffic down low. I think this got deflected in by... Oh Man, was
1: it Hutton who deflected this one in the net? Uh, no, I think... This I, think is that later. Was, I think Marino just scored that directly.
0: And again, traffic in front of the net.
1: No goalie likes traffic.
0: Yep, and puts it in the back.
1: Yeah, this just beats it. Just beats Yeah, it doesn't look like he saw it. <laughs>
0: I want to pull up here. There's another. Oh my god. They oh that's right. They scored on the power play. Our penalty kill has been really good so far this preseason, too. Well, we didn't play the devils yet either. <laughs> that's true. That's you know, true. you
1: play Philadelphia or you know, the Rangers A team scored against us, but the B team not so much. And the Devils, well, they pretty much did whatever they wanted. They looked like they were on the power play when they weren't.
0: And again, it's a you know, you're gonna see in a power play, it's a quick moving. I mean, like, there's nothing that Sorokin could do. Now, believe it or not, there are certain sections of the fan base who are trying to say Sorokin had a poor evening this evening. Now, it's again, it's preseason.
1: Okay. I don't Sorokin think he was great, crazy. but Schmidt was deplorable. Let's just put it to you that way. Schmidt was terrible. And then that's when I thought if Sorokin's not Vezina trophy, we're not making playoffs.
0: See, though, that's exactly what you're supposed to do on the power play. As soon as you get the puck, an immediate release and put it in the back. Oh, my God. Oof. I was, I got that missed opportunity. Jesus Christ. Look at this whiff real quick. Christ almighty. Look at this by Horvat. Fucking A, Grump. Look at this. Fucking A. Oh.
1: Nice pass from Barzell. Comes to nothing.
0: I mean, like, right, like this is a t- people saying, oh, man, we're love what we're seeing out of that first line. Yeah, I'm yeah, not liking he, seeing he, shit like that. It's preseason, yeah. but motherfucker, this. God. Yeah, that's when he's Damn. got. To,
1: he's got to score there. Uh, you know,
0: uh, the same shit I worried about last year is going to be the same shit I'm worried about this okay.
1: year. A board played well this preseason, though, that man. play notwithstanding. And it winds up coming back to a bang goal. Yep. I mean, Sorokin's too busy looking at. The guy on the other side, uh, the defenseman is kind of halfway between. Leads to a goal, and yeah. you know, nice pass to Brad. You got to take that pass away. Um, that, that's, I mean, that's that's the job. loved of, it off. That's the job of the defenseman, right? You got to take that pass away. You let the goalie take the shot. You got to take the pass away. He didn't either. And, he should have made that
0: save, right? That's yeah, the only thing I think like Sorokin should have made a save on. So, I, I
1: think probably. he was just kind of caught in between again caught in between
0: <laughs> oh man it was a high flying game though it was so fun the, to watch it, went, it really was it really was fun to watch i enjoyed it um you know it was uh it was a lot of action oh, now again historically and we look at the uh, off oh, like see these are the goal the islanders score goals this is what they're on like that guy sucks
1: Schmid sucks
0: it's the second time, and again, like this is what happens when you got backups. It's the second okay. time in a row Oops, where it was play. like the defenseman tries to go ahead and hold the puck at the, hold the, puck at the zone at the, the blue line. It was unable to do good. so, unable to do so, and it goes ahead and creates an opportunity for almost a breakaway going the other way.
1: Ugh. You cannot give that goal up. That was a nothing shot. Yeah. Oh, here we go. This is my favorite is one of the game. night.
0: Jesus. <laughs> fuck. Oh, my God.
1: Now, it goes in off a of Hutton for the goal. Nothing Roga <laughs> do. But watch our boy Romanoff try to stop Bobby Orr slash John Marino uh, <laughs> attacking the zone. I Look mean, it's like, just watch it here. The fours dying to get. Whoa. To,
0: whoa. Jesus. It, fuck.
1: It, what happens? If, when was that? When was Noah Dobson doing that?
0: Oh, my God. We never hear the end of it.
1: We'd never hear the end of it. Never hear the end of it. I just love how he just walked. This is the Romanoff we saw all last year, pinching up, trying for the big body check. He got okie doked. He's trying to lay a defenseman. hit. And,
0: oh my God.
1: He got okey doked. So
0: irresponsible. By the Jesus Christ. This is the same. See, like, this is why we can't play that style. Now, the, the reason I'm bringing this up is it was an entertaining game to watch. Yes. And if you're a third party, you enjoyed was it last monday's or monday's game was it monday yep Yep. you enjoyed monday's game there's a lot of scoring it was high action it was fun to watch and just like last year romanoff and our defense certain players struggled when we play that high flying system we get exposed and uh you know i wonder which i don't i do not anticipate us coming out and playing that same style going forward that's it. not if
1: we want to win
0: i would agree but I mean, like that was—I mean, like that was the more egregious one. we're not going to sit here and watch the whole highlights of all ten minutes or whatever like that of the preseason. It was a the goal patch?
1: they scored that the double score scored. All five guys touched the puck in the offensive zone. It, it might have been the third period. It was a beautiful goal. It was like, holy shit! That's when I thought Harlem Globetrotters. I wish you. Had I was thinking the back.
0: entire game. Uh, I'll try to get repo back up. Right but, there
1: was, but there was one goal in particular. It was like, okay. holy crap! They just bing bang boom bam boom. Like, holy my my goodness. That okay, was
0: really, really good. Hold on a second. Here's the one you're talking about, Grump. All righty. This is their fifth goal here. The one last highlight there. You, you gotta, got tr- yes, put it, there we go. Uh yes, Grumpy. I know. I know, buddy.
1: You, got, <laughs> you, are, you are
0: behind. You're behind me. So it's just like in your lagging. So I'm getting it pulled up. You just got to be patient. Okay. Uh, what? Now, this is the one you're talking about, a harm glow trotters. Mayfield turns the puck over trying to clear it. Bing, bang, boom is right. Yeah. Wow. Uh, And we're just caught looking stationary and they're just back, forth, back, forth, open man. And why, you know, you get a nice one time opportunity there and they go ahead and execute. (sighs) So, you know, those are the things that I look at and I say, our team can't do shit like this.
1: Four guys, four quick passes one, two, three, four, goal.
0: We don't do stuff like this. And it's the reason why we don't have a good power play.
1: Oh, beautiful. I I don't even think that was on the power play.
0: No, it was not. I said things like that. When you see exhibits like that, that's how you're able to indicate top tier power plays. Oh my God. What a save. But Yeah. uh, yeah. So like, you know, when you look at, when you look at top tier power plays, they've got good movement of the puck. They were able to quick release their own shots, one-time opportunities. When you see stuff like that, that indicates, okay, you, you know when they've got a man advantage, they're able to dissect defenses apart like that. They're able to score. I'm like, we don't have that, and that's the reason why our power play just sucks. How? When's the okay. last time you could say that we've had, even on the power play with a man advantage, or a two-man advantage that you're like, oh, shit, we're just one pass right to the other, and it's like it almost just happens naturally on the ice.
1: We don't have that. Because the Islanders don't have skilled players like that. I say it all the time. They have a bunch of plotters for the most part. Look at everyone was moving. All the pieces were moving. They weren't just standing still doing those little half-ass passes. They were all moving. The guy without the puck is moving to a spot to get the puck. That's the way the Russians used to play. They would just throw it to spots on the ice because they knew that someone was going to move there. That that's what the Russians used to look like was just like that. That's how the Russians would score goals. Bing, bang, boom. Everyone moving. No one standing still. It's like, oh, the defense doesn't, they're totally discombobulated before you know that. You're picking the puck out of the back of the net. Yep. Devils are good. Devils are good. Yes. So except I, I for goalie, like, Except for goaltending.
0: Sure. But I mean they're gonna have in the regular season, they're gonna have some games that look poor, and they're gonna have some games where it's just like we're gonna be able to outscore you seven to six. Or 6-5, yep. to five, like they did to us.
1: The so, Hughes kid, The Hughes kid, and they're young. They're young. They're a young team, which means they're just getting better. They're yep. just getting better.
0: Yeah, and now, you know, it's the things I'm looking forward to. Will Wallstrom finally get game action playing with the third line? I'd like to think so. He hasn't yet all preseason. He hasn't been paired up for more than more than one period with another NHLer. Coleman is a guy who's going to be a healthy scratcher, an AHL guy. I know he played in the NHL 40 games last year, but he's not going to be cracking our starting lineup, and he will not be a healthy scratch when we cut our roster down to 23 men. So he's going to be an AHLer. And neither is Ishikov, and neither is Dimtro Timishoff and neither is um, Whoever else we've had paired up with him, too. You know, he's not been paired up with any NHLers. I'd like to see what that looks like. They play, I think it's the Flyers tomorrow, right, Grumpy?
1: They'll kill the Flyers. I hope so. I hope that game's on so I can watch it because I hate the Flyers. I I find nothing more pleasurable in my life. Well, that's not true. A little bit hyperbolic. <laughs> but watching the, watching the Flyers lose, as long as the Flyers lose, all is right with the world. I
0: hate yes. the Flyers. So you've got here two preseason games remaining for the Islanders. We've got tomorrow and Friday. I'd like to see Wallstrom get some time perhaps with some other NHL line players to see what that looks like. I we just wish
1: that. they would have given him a shot, a legit shot to play on the first line. I'd love to because Matt Barzell, I feel is in for a big season. I think so too. He looks, I don't want to use the word mature, But it seems like the game has slowed down for him to a certain extent. You know, that's a term where you kind of just get it all. I think he's absolutely there right now. Uh, He's looked really, really, really good. And Bo Horvat is a good player, so that works. Uh, Boy, do I wish they had a stud on that left side. I think the Islanders would be a really tough team to beat if they had a stud on that first line.
0: And thanks, Coach Chambi. Tomorrow night's game is not televised. Oh, that sucks. Um, so we're just going to have to go based off of, uh, I don't know, listening or reading about it or watching highlights when they pop through.
1: When are um, we doing our season preview,
0: by the way? We can do it on Wednesday with Phil's facts on.
1: Ugh, that's such a boring show when he's on.
0: Better bring some entertainment then, Grump.
1: Well, that's why you have me
0: ah uh, yes yeah but yeah you could you could bring up the season predictions grumpy and then you could bring up the the uh the, the wager you're gonna lay on phil's table
1: phil he keeps on making stupid statements to me and i'm like you want to double down on that phil will be off twitter for 10 years when, uh, once i get done with him uh oh, at him a thousand he's wrong every time
0: oh god um well let's go ahead and do this grumpy Let's go ahead and jump into the comments. But first, I'm going to read today's ad. Ladies and gentlemen, today's podcast today's podcast is brought to you by DraftKings, Grumpy. And let me ask you this, Grumpy. Are you getting excited? You're getting excited? We're in a full swing of football. Full swing of football. We're seeing some great action coming our way. And again, DraftKings is a great place to do any sort of betting if you're looking to do that. Um, today's podcast is brought to you by DraftKings. We're back with another week of football. And DraftKings Sportsbook is keeping us in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Throw down five on any of this week's epic matchups and walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings isn't stopping there. All customers could take advantage of two new money offers every game day this September. Football is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the app now and sign up using the promo code THPN. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with promo code THPN. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. Or in New York, call 877 8 ny or text HOPE-NY. And oh, Connecticut yes. help is available for uh, for if you have a gambling problem, if you call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort there in Kansas. Um, licensed partner of Golden Nugget Lake Charles. You must be 21 years or older and uh, age varies by jurisdiction. Um, void in Ontario. See sportsbook. Dot draft dot com slash football terms for eligibility terms and responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance and eligibility and deposit restrictions apply.
1: So you got to give them like five real bucks and then you can make the five buck bet. 200, 200 virtual bucks, 200 mystery bucks, so to speak. 200, 200, 200 bucks that you could put back into more betting. So when you get the 200, let's say you hit, can you pull it out and you get the 200 bucks or they go back to the, to the mystery bank?
0: Goes back I to the mystery it. bank, Grumpy. Oh
1: shit. Okay. You're always in
0: the mystery bank. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Makes me want to gamble.
0: Oh man, that's always great.
1: But then I always think, ho penny. I'm like, nope, can't do it.
0: <sighs>
1: should a matter of fact, if they really want people to gamble, they should not put any of those little warning signs at the end. No warning signs. I think that's <laughs> bad for them. Don't well, they, it's like don't it's give like, the people don't give the people anything to think about to try to take away their thirst for gambling. Shit, you're Grumpy. Come on.
0: No, they always have to provide those responsible gambling resources. Anyway, oh, they're,
1: they're better, people than I am. That's all I'm saying. Th-
0: that's Joseph, no doubt about that, Grumpy.
1: Joseph C says, Looks like the devils are gonna be a buzzsaw, a buzzsaw. Buzzsaw is a good word. Buzzsaw, buzzsaw. buzzsaw. buzzsaw this year. Already a about to be six and zero in the preseason, the unfortunate thing for the Devils is that doesn't carry over to the regular season. So, but the Devils will be good. I agree, Joseph.
0: I do like the way they're playing. I like they look quick. They look like the antithesis of what the NHL is trying to put out there. No, that's like
1: the antithesis is the opposite.
0: I'm sorry, they look exactly like what the NHL wants go. to propagate there on the ice. Yep exciting two pops says here andersley absolutely sucks um if he wasn't he paid, sucks. if he wasn't getting paid not 3.5 aav it'd be oh
1: if he oh if he okay, was let, let me paid. just read the comments let me do it we want to get through before four o'clock this morning if i'm gonna add was he getting was paid. getting paid okay. See, that's Three my point. I quiet. Quiet. zip it zip it fucker fuck Please you quiet, he was getting paid three and a half annual AAV on a third line fine at seven years at 7 million per. He's an absolute disgrace. That's a hundred percent on old fart Lou. It is. Joseph. Joseph also adds the only Eastern conference team that can go toe to toe with them in terms of offense is Toronto. Um, that that's going to be tough. Buffalo can too. Buffalo can score as well. Mm. Uh, Goon Goon says, should I, should I think positively regarding the Islanders' upcoming season since it looked decent versus the Rangers? Well, the Rangers weren't playing anybody. And the Devils, they did not look decent against the Devils. Or am I living in La La Land? Yes. you. If you th- want to think positively and you want to go to La La Land, just think about it this way. They might announce you as the winner, but at the end, Moonlighting is going to be announced as the winner of the Academy Award. So it's no.
0: Moonlight, not Moonlighting.
1: It should have been Moonlighting. That movie was terrible. I wish I was Moonlighting instead of watching that movie. Joseph C. says, grumpy, Carolina. Can you, still, can you,
0: grumpy, can you slow down for a second? My God, you're trying to sell me a car, a used vehicle? Jesus Christ, Grumpy.
1: Joseph C. says, Carolina still lacks a real top-line score, in my opinion. You're not winning a cup with Aho as your main point producer. They got Svechnikov back. They got bunting. Carolina's good. Carolina Can't think can make
0: Carolina. an addition at the deadline too if they really need to. They're a really solid team. They move the puck well. They control a lot of possession. Uh and the defense, they can generate offense from the back end of the from the back line.
1: They're good. Really good. Really good. Joseph C says the only hope. Now, let's just clarify Joseph C is a self acknowledged Rangers fan. I don't want to say that he's always blue in his little thing because he's a Rangers fan, but I'm just saying. The only hope the Islanders would have to beat the Devils if Vanacek or Schmidt sucking. Okay, Schmid sucked last night, and they still lost. They spotted, they spotted the Islanders two goals and still sucked and lost. Schmid sucks. Schmid made, I think, 10 saves the whole game. 12. I think he went the whole way. 18 shots on goal, six goals went in. Yikes. Dallas says, TJ, you'll be late to your own funeral. Get with the program.
0: There it is. Um, Rick Roma says, um, Vitek Vanacek was bad for the Capitals in the playoffs and was bad for the Devils in the playoffs. Huge question mark. Schmid is still a kid, although he was good last year.
1: He sucked last night or two nights ago. Sucked. His Rick numbers Roma, were pretty
0: good. His numbers were pretty good last year. I'm going to stick with that. You're not looking at a one you're not looking at a one game snippet and snapshot in the preseason. You're waiting to see what it looks like over an entire body of work. The Devils are going to make the postseason. You can just you could hammer that in granite, marble, whatever you want to hammer it in. They're not missing out on the postseason. That's for certain.
1: Rick Roma adds I like Aho. Svetlakov is an excellent player, too, although I think he's still hurt. I I don't know. I thought he was back already. They look pretty good in the preseason as well. Drew says, who wants to see Sun X stream fail?
0: Ooh. Oh, not me. I not hope he doesn't fail.
1: He's here yeah, posting know. comments. That's right. Joe C. adds, I like Aho, too, but he's not a good enough player to be your best forward in the playoffs, in my opinion um i was really good i was really good
0: is this hold on is this the stream is this the um the stream fail here hold on we've got it here x remove that comment please this is it this was last this sunday on the tj and the grumpy old band it was just grumpy and i back like the old days because x was having some tech difficulties and so look at this bullshit
1: like hey thanks everyone for watching and we'll see you x time
0: here he is x do you want to say thanks for watching Thanks
1: for watching. God what the, fuck? What Are the you hell? Kidding? Is it working? Is this a fucking joke. This <laughs> ass just didn't want to fucking do anything today. Look at this shit. It literally didn't work at all at the beginning. Oh, God.
0: Yeah, don't bring that back up. Oh, shit. That was actually
1: a pretty good clip. Thanks,
0: Drew. Oh, God. And I got a little clip here of Grumpy. This is the last little movie. We got Little clip, a little clip of Grumpy. He'll enjoy this here. Oh, God.
1: Like that,
0: man with the ball. Here it is. Sure his ball. Look how happy you are,
1: Grumpy. It's a good song, you it's see- a happy song.
0: Do you see how shitty your in is, by the way?
1: You see when everybody else sees? The reason I'm popping this up, you see how you look like a potato? Yeah. This is a cracky tune.
0: Okay, are you whistling on top of you whistling? Jesus Christ, please no more whistling, Grumpy.
1: I was not whistling. Oh, okay. X, I'm sorry.
0: Continuous comments.
1: Frank K says, this does not look like a well-coached team at all, preseason or not. I tend to agree. There are times where the Islanders look totally lost out there against good teams. Doesn't mean they can't turn it around. It's only preseason. Drew adds, "I bet TJ purposely started at ten o'clock on the TJ and Grumpy Old Man show, so he can even start later than eight or nine thirty now." No. And the whole thing is that show started. What time did it actually start? Was it what time was it? Because we're supposed to do it at eight. And it. Lex well, was having run. his
0: problems that apparently weren't actually. And I said,
1: "Move on from it." Anyway, but you continue were. Continue along, along with the comments. comments.
0: Continue along with the comments. Huh, Rick
1: Roma says. Evan Neal is dumb, and he stinks at Right tackle, too. Great combo. I'm sure we're going to talk about that tomorrow night on the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man Show. Rick Romo says, yeah, Neal is toast in this town. People will forgive if he could play, but he's absolutely awful since he was drafted.
0: Hold on. What do you mean, forgive? What do you do?
1: Look it up. We'll talk about it tomorrow. Fucking <sighs> okay. Matthew S says Grumpy's having technical issues or technology issues.
0: Of course, he always Rick,
1: does. Of course, he just always does. Rick Roma says that Devils are a nightmare matchup for the Rangers. They're just better than them all over the ice, and the only advantage for New York is Igor, and even he couldn't save them in the playoffs last year. Mm. I think the Devils are a uh, problem for a lot of teams. Uh, with that said, preseason doesn't mean much in my opinion. True. But the Devils are really good. And a matchup nightmare for a lot of teams.
0: I'd agree. Let's
1: go, X. What the
0: fuck are you doing, X? I'm trying to get other things pulled up. Come on,
1: X! Rick Roman says, I honestly think the Islanders are not a good matchup for the Devils. Um, Did you watch a game the other night? They are structured and physical, plus Sorokin. I could not disagree more with that assessment.
0: Alex, thank Alex Henschey, real quickly, sent us some uh, pictures from what it looks like, what type of spread they have over ooh, here.
1: That's pretty nice.
0: I was about to say, I'm like, ooh, man, look at that. It's like I, they've got like some some candies. they got some spinach dip, it looks like, ooh. some some hamburger sliders. I saw this. I was like, man! I said, you know, we haven't been up to UBS Arena, Grumpy, but when we go, we'll have to go in style because yeah, I've been a, like.
1: Go in a box or something, sure yeah
0: they got like a little I, I know you're not a fan of hoagies grumpy. matter of fact
1: none of that food i wouldn't have eaten any of that food none of it no nice, you,
0: here you go grumpy here's a little here's a little one of those uh a little goal horn there on a little freaking a uh, little thing of beer uh, oh god they got some popcorn you can eat some popcorn grump you love popcorn
1: oh boy I thought there were bags M and M's.
0: I can oh. see Alex has been hitting hitting the beer, baby. I understand when you're watching the Islanders, you got to indulge a little bit.
1: Well, so. I think this was just a setup because there's no one else in the stands. Maybe trying to sell season tickets.
0: Ah, oh, perhaps they are. Mm, Jake
1: from San Diego says, "I know it's preseason, but Barzola and Horvat look good. They do look very good together, without a doubt. Imagine if they had a left wing, even better." Um. Matthew S. is definitely doing the rabbit ears on the roof.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Grumpy looked like a 1997 AOL chat style at the beginning of tonight's podcast. Did he find a flex capacitor and travel back to a more innocent time?
1: Do you remember what year uh, that uh, Marty McFly went back to, TJ? 6.1 gigawatts. It's gigawatts. One point, it's 1.21 gigawatts. 1.21 what, gigawatts. Whatever it is. What year did he go back to, do you remember? I believe it was I know you do. 1961. No. I believe it was No again. I believe it was no I believe it was November 5th, 1955.
0: I was close. You were close. Well, Within a
1: decade. Damn. This. Damn you, Sun X.
0: There it is. He's not forgetting there. Jeremy Ford. This
1: is, going to be, this is going to be a good comment. I know it is. It's going to be thoughtful, provoking. Jeremy always keeps us grounded in reality. Thank you, Jeremy. Jeremy adds, what would your thoughts be on a player like Lee or Bailey being able to renegotiate their contract to take a lower contract in their last year or two so that they can keep playing? I think that you're not allowed to do that under the rules of the collective bargaining group.
0: In and the NHL, you can't do that under the CBA. It'd be nice.
1: I'd be all for it. That's all. Mm-hmm. Um, again, look at, look at Jeremy asking again a thoughtful, well-thought-out question. Whenever Jeremy is here, all of our ridiculous clowning around and TJ's stupidity all go out the window. Thank you, Jeremy wallstrom looks lost and there we are back to our normal comments wallstrom looks lost he sucks thank you frank Mm. brett says i got tickets to the home opener at ubs hope they win so does everyone else
0: hope they do too
1: i just want to know how brett can get through the door with that beak and is it a problem for people sitting next to him
0: i'm sure it is he blocks a lot of people who sit above him
1: very true Noah W says, who is your Hudson fashion of this off of this season? I mean, I would think Gauthier would be the only one. He's the only addition to the whole team from last year.
0: Yeah. So, only player that's Mr. Outside higher. Mm-hmm. Jeremy Ford said here, I hope all Duke steps up nicely and progresses along the lines of a Pelick. Um, That would be a huge bonus for ball to replace Pellick in a couple of years.
1: I don't think he's the same type defenseman. He's more of an, uh, he's more of a puck mover. Um, as where Pellic stayed home, that's, you know, that's his gig.
0: I would be a huge fan if he were to develop into something like that. He's, yeah. he's a better physical specimen than Pellic. There's no doubt about that too. Um, and, uh, you know, but here's the thing. pellic's his contract is, you know, tied to him for what? Another six years or so, six or seven years,
1: seven, seven, seven or eight. Yeah. Years.
0: Seven. So, you know, you have to hope that he's still playing at an extremely high level. He so won't be. at that point, he's movable if you need to move him. He won't be. Mm-hmm.
1: Drew says, I think we need to introduce Grumpy to the originator of Gritty Dance. Daffy Duck did it first. Gritty Dance. Don't,
0: I don't know. It's yet. only, yeah, I don't know. Um, Drew L or Ma-
1: Michael M, he said. Uh, you want to-, to know the best thing about Michael M? His, his family is so nice. Kim is great. I don't know. He just – he. I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> you know, like they say that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I think his apple rolled into the gutter.
0: Oh, stop. You
1: love Michael. We love Michael. I do. We do like Mike. He's I'm glad man. that this is what Grumpy is talking about from the game. I don't yeah, know what I was saying.
0: At that time, who knows? Um, so
1: if our $8.25 million goalie isn't worth his money – we won't be good astute deductions. Here from Grumpy Goring, <laughs> he's calling you Butch Goring, Grump. Like I said, he rolled into the sewer. <laughs> that's <what it> is. <laughs> oh, that's says crazy. Sorokin thought it was the playoffs, giving up all those shitty goals. He may be done.
0: I'd tell you, it was all Phil. I'm sure as you can guess, who was Phil that's just right. his fucking narrative.
1: That's right. I forgot. Mike is one of the Lamanites and he listens to Phil. We talked with Phil this afternoon when he was supposedly working, and his daughter was like, "Daddy, no, why are you letting me play in the street?" No, come on, Grump. No, we anyway. love Phil, but Phil, Phil has been spouting his ridiculous comments, and that's where Mike gets them from. You are forgiven, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> you just you need to use better judgment with your friends. That's all.
0: Goon says, "Who is a better New York head coach?" Count Lambert or Kojak Sala Kojak really better than Lane Lambert. You think
1: what's the difference? Honestly, I'm going to go with the guy who's bald because I am.
0: All righty. Tommy B says the preseason means very little. Um, I've told you all this time and time again, it's about gaining conditioning. Most of all, It's, it's like a stretch. It's like you're getting your stretch ready to go run a mile, a mile in a marathon. But you also want to go ahead and see, okay, does it look like things are moving smoothly? Does it look like we're gelling? I don't care about the results and wins and losses in preseason. I care about how we look, and I care about how fluid things are. Because if things look fluid that's going to be the easiest transferable thing. When things are looking like, okay, we're looking smooth, we're looking like we're in midseason form, you're going to come playing well out the gate. Usually don't go, hey, we're looking sloppy, we're conceding a lot of mistakes and a lot of errors. Okay, those are all going to be cleaned up in the next week or so, and we'll be ready to play an 82-game stretch.
1: I think that for the Islanders, preseason means next to nothing because there's never competition for spots, regardless of if you earn it or not, and that's problematic for me. But for most teams – if a player, if a young player comes up and they're really, really good, they have a shot to earn a role. That's just not the case with the Islanders. Or a
0: play like Hudson, fashion plays well. They have a chance to make sure they earn a spot out of the, out of camp. But some some teams and organizations they don't value stuff like
1: that. Very true.
0: Um, X. What else we got here? Uh, Frank Kay said, "If Hayden Hill can win a cup, why can't Schmid?"
1: Did you watch Schmid last year? Have you watched Schmid this year? I Schmid's think Schmid's better done. than Hayden Hill. I don't like his name, first of all. The Devils have a lot of guys. The Devils got a lot of guys on their team. I just don't like their names. I don't like your
0: name, grumpy old man, okay?
1: That's what I don't like. Just I don't like their names, sorry. Matthew S. says, I actually like what I saw on the front end yesterday. Defense, on the other hand, was Yuck. I think the
0: reason our defense looks so poor is because we were playing that high-flying style. I said it was entertaining to watch, but you you see on the back end, it leaves us completely exposed. When we tried to do that last year, we we were extremely vulnerable and got exposed, and that's why we played like shit until we went to the trot style of hockey. I don't think we're going to be playing that style. We're going to play the trot style of hockey. I don't even want to see us mess around playing modern hockey because our team just can't do it.
1: We're not talented enough to do that. Yep, we're not. Just not. I agree. Uh, Tommy Baff says preseason means nothing in all sports. Agreed. The NFL—they don't even play their guys anymore. Just why even have preseason?
0: That's why they look like such shit during the regular season for the first few weeks. That's and like Joe Burrow can't right. throw for more than hundred yards week one because they doesn't play any preseason games.
1: You know who really sucks, Daniel Jones?
0: He does. It's like somebody said that he knew that ahead of the curve. Um, uh, Matthew or uh, D Cut says here um great take lb take it deep i don't know who lb is little boy oh i
1: don't know i don't know oh michael moisa back on the back on the on the comments (laughs) you're not looking too good defensively with hutton and odelius in your top four yeah
0: i don't disagree with that
1: now you know who looked bad romanoff looked bad mayfield looked bad they are in the top four
0: we just look bad across the board defensively. And like, I'll be interested to see these. We've got two games left of the preseason Thursday and Friday. We'll I would ball. like to think we're going to see what is extremely close to the NHL roster, both of those games. And I, th- these games, I start to pay a, a little bit more focused on. I want to see, okay, how do we look? You know, I do start carrying a little bit more about what do the results look like here the last game of preseason. You ideally have your entire your entire conglomeration of starters in the lineup. You'd like to see a real complete effort, and you'd like to see domination on the ice is what you'd like to see.
1: D. Cut adds, the ballerina, that's Matt Barzell for those uninitiated, his new nickname is Mr. Preseason. I don't think so, D. Cut, and we certainly don't hope so. I hope not. Goon-goon adds. Great goaltending can take you to the promised land. Plus, Grumpy Grumpy. Grumpy's the man. Thank you. So for uh, all God. you taking cheap shots, Michael Moisa, you've heard it here first. Ariel, Ariel. has a new last name.
0: Ariel, formerly known Cornfield. Now Wood. I like it. It's a lot easier for me to pronounce Ariel Wood than Cornfield. So
1: Ariel Wood says, <laughs> talk TV about TV. an old
0: and slow team. The Rangers look
1: bad. Ariel, yes. Um, I don't know who they're playing today. Devils are good. Devils, <laughs> again, yeah, the Rangers look bad against Devils. A lot of teams go, go bad against Devils. Just like a lot of teams look really bad against Carolina because they're some of the top five, ten, five, six teams in a league. You're going to look bad against them.
0: Yep. Fire lame,
1: says no. D. Cut. Guess, guess the poster. Fire lame. Guess who it is.
0: Devils did Toby. the rebuild correctly, said Toby O'Connor. That's
1: right. There's Toby. I love those kids looking at this. So that those some of those pictures are classic.
0: They've got another 20 years of, of Islander play there that's, that's subpar. They've got, unfortunately, many years ahead of them of misery there. Look, at how,
1: many, look at how many years it took after, Laminate, after, Laminator, after Lamarillo decimated the Devils franchise, how long it took them to become a viable fr- franchise again. It took a, a long time plus,
0: a decade plus.
1: Yeah. Simple. He gutted uh, the farm system, ruined everything, tore down the arena, everything.
0: Um and then Ariel Wood says here, gothier and Fashing must make this roster or it will be a colossal mistake. Yeah. I think Ross Johnson doesn't make the roster out of the group. And again, I liked what I've seen out of him in the past, but there's no way he's going to make the roster. The two skaters, oh, go ahead, Grumpy.
1: I just want to comment on Ariel's picture real quick. I remember her. She was full of life, full of, you know, her pictures had color in them. She married a Ranger fan, just sucked the, sucked the life right out of now her. Now it's in
0: black and white. Her life's in black, black and, and white, white now. Is that what you it's want to right. say? That's
1: that? right. No more life. Is with a Rangers fan. <laughs> we don't uh, know him, but it's. Easy. I'm going to pick him on him anyway, so it doesn't matter.
0: Yes, Fashing, and I I go one further. Fashing should be in the starting lineup opening night. He's been fantastic. He showed all of last year what he can do, and, uh, you know, he's had a great preseason. There's no way he should not be in the lineup opening night. Barzy, baby, two goals.
1: Barzel, baby,
0: says Frank. Um, Tommy B says here the only thing about preseason is checking out the improvement from the young players.
1: I I do think...
0: I do think the four has showed that maybe he can be a middle six guy. I think that there's certain things that he does already where it's like fighting and tying up a guy in front of the net while you've got an odd man break coming back through like when you just regain possession and kind of taking a defenseman out doing things like quick release on a shot. As soon as he gets it on there, he's releasing the puck. Things like that are just some come to some players naturally, and he looks like one of those players who has the natural instincts. It's not he's got hockey smarts, but he does have natural instincts. Regarding yeah,
1: I'm going to take a guy who's a natural goal scorer, you know, puts a puck in the net over somebody, you know, who can take a geometry quiz. But I don't think that's Holmstrom is that smart anyway.
0: Not as smart as Josh Bailey, baby.
1: No, no one's as smart as Josh Bailey. Sorry.
0: What we got here next? Mookie Betzer says, Grump with Invisibly gone. Who is going to be the focus of your attention? F-Kyle minus Palmieri or Average Anders? Or Simon Holmstrom?
1: It'll be Holmstrom.
0: I was about to say, if Holmstrom's on the first line, I, no brainer, it's going to be Simon Holmstrom.
1: If Average plays on the third line and busts his butt out there like he has not done the last couple of years, $7 million a year is too much money for him. But... If he shows hustle out there and plays some defense and wins a puck battle once in a while, he won't get dumped on by me. Paul uh, Palmary, let's see what he does. He's probably going to be hurt most of the year anyway, probably going to have 33 points by the end of the year, like he does every year for the Islanders, 33 points. But Simon Holmstrom, he's the gift that keeps on giving. He looks like the kid from frickin' Deliverance Banjo Boy, and he plays like, gosh, I can't even think. Oh, Josh Bailey, 2.0. There you go.
0: What well, we got here next there? X.
1: Will Wallstrom thrive or barely survive? Well, give him a shot. Let's find out.
0: Uh, Arzal is gonna have 25 goals this year. He's never scored, he's never scored 20. I think he could score 25 if he stays healthy. If he shoots a
1: he's he's got one of the best shots on the team.
0: Yep, he just doesn't shoot enough.
1: Just doesn't do it. I just I I mean. There was there were times where yes I'm going to shoot the puck more I'm going to shoot the puck more you can shoot the puck more, and then he stops doing it halfway in for some reason. Someone needs to remind him every day shoot the puck shoot the puck shoot the puck. You need to shoot the puck every day. Someone should be up his ass about shooting the puck every day.
0: Every time where he walks on the freaking the tra- on the facilities training facilities game sure. day practice shoot the damn puck Maddie B. That's it. Yep, Isaiah George will be. <laughs> will be ready in 20 31 32 oh god
1: well, how old then 30
0: he'll be he'll be like no, no 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 he'll be like 27 28 at that point
1: yep, that's when he'll be ready to step in yep remember all the remember all the publicity he was getting to start the season i'm like come on guys phil was even saying oh he might even make the team i'm like dude he ain't making He was a
0: professional troll and that's what he was doing there come on all righty Rob G
1: says, I feel Barzi is going to have a 90 point plus season this year. I don't if they go back to the trot system, I don't see him getting 90. If they go wide open, I could see him scoring up close to that. He is a truly great offensive talent. If they're playing
0: wide open, he's putting up a hundred points this year. We're also not winning a lot of games. That's true. And I'll tell you this more fun um, to watch, though. <laughs> that's true. It would be more fun to watch. I'm not sure it's going to win us a lot of games. No. So we don't have enough but um map all yeah he's not scoring 90 yet it's, it's just a lot to ask for him
1: we there what's more likely to happen first the island is hoist the cup or TJ hoisting the plaque from from YouTube when he hits 100k subscriptions wow do you know what um, that is
0: grumpy you know what the plaque I, is
1: I don't know yeah. you know I don't what yeah, is,
0: when you get a hundred thousand subscribers, you can lift. It's like they give you a plaque. They give you a YouTube plaque for your dedication, and it's like a little award. Wow. Wow. Well, seeing that we're at nine hundred and seven subscribers, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say, you know, if we've been having a show for four years on YouTube, uh, that would take us how many more years, Grumpy? We're gaining about. Let's just round it off and say an easy. Let's. We'll even round up. We'll say three hundred subscribers a year. Well, Grump, we only need about, I don't know, 300 and some odd years left, and we'll hit 100K subscribers. So will the we Islanders to, win a cup in the next 300 years? That's the real question.
1: I think that we will get 100,000 subscribers before the Islanders win a cup. <laughs> Is Lou Lamarillo still going to be GM?
0: Yeah, at age at age 400 and something. Michael M. says, Romanoff of Mayfield, you can't judge in preseason. Um, that's two phys- or heavily physical defensemen um That won't be in early games.
1: You see that that comment is just poorly worded, poorly yeah, written. It is. yeah. Stop yeah. drinking.
0: No, he's not drinking. I will say this: um Mayfield yeah. is not a great regular season defenseman. He's a fantastic postseason defenseman.
1: Because they let a lot. And here is the thing, Romanov just sucks. Yep, I agree. I'm glad you're he back got, on. He got, o- got okey doked by John Reno.
0: It's almost like somebody's been on that train and hasn't left since the beginning. Anyway, X, what else do we have here? Uh, Gents, Thomas
1: B. Gents, you know what looks like? What's is, what is it? That little baby that looks like they're peering out the window, like they, uh, you know, set up some type of uh, trap for somebody, like the postman or something. Yeah, watch how we get this guy. <laughs> Gents, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't see this Islanders team making the playoffs unless a certain amount of things go their way. I'm seeing too many fans think this team is a playoff team. Um, I think a lot – and that's that's a good way to put it. The Islanders have to have a lot of things go their way Yep. to make the playoffs.
0: Is it possible? Sure. Is yep. it likely? Um, I, well, I, if you're making me go to Vegas to put money down, I'd say probably not. I'd put a higher odds on them not making the making.
1: What percentage would you give it?
0: 45% chance we do. 55 we don't.
1: I, I think that's pretty good. I was going to say 43%, but okay, we'll go 45%. i am
0: pretty close. I'm pretty tied up on it, but I, I still think that, yeah, it's look, probably more that we don't than
1: we do. A little bit less than 50-50 is the way I look yes. at it. Yep. Close, but a little
0: less. Yep. Who else we have here,
1: X? Preacher Grump sucks. He sucks. He sucks. He does suck. Drew says, Lou really knows how to surround his goal scorers with true playmakers.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Gungor says, Walston, Walst, Wal- Walterson must be either the world's biggest prick or have horrible hygiene. What else could explain the lack of respect given to him? Playing time and playing on a loser line.
0: No respect, no respect.
1: No respect, no respect at all. Michael Moy says, I'm hoping we see Gauthier or Fashion get a look. Finally, Kim must have wrote this and just used his
0: i agree michael i agree i think they both need a look i think they both have looked and i'm not like phil was right like could he possibly be right on that take absolutely he's looked good in the preseason Fashing absolutely should receive a look before anybody else I'm
1: absolutely yeah, because he's proved it on yeah. this team on this team no less last year and preseason uh, uh yeah Engvall looks good too yep. he's looked okay this is he's looked absolutely. okay Mookie Bet says you guys have to do something special when you hit a thousand subscriptions. I can't believe we. Ha- I want to hit a thousand subscriptions. The Islanders. You want to know how we hit a thousand subscriptions? The Islanders need to be better. Lou Lamoriello, you're hurting our business. <laughs> you're hurting our views. You're no. crushing us. <laughs> oh my God! Not even if we did something, people would want to watch. No one else does anything in the off season except us.
0: Be kind of here, Grump.
1: Huge Islanders new incoming in a few days. Frank Kaplan knows a bit of what's happening. They're getting a new service dog. Goo, goo. Says, this season, can Gauthier make a difference? Let's end the suspense. I think to start the year, he will not be on the opening night roster. Drew says, I'm telling you, Dictator Lou, that should be Dictator TJ, is forcing Lane to play Holmstrom on the first line.
0: I don't know about that, but maybe I don't see what it is they see. He's done
1: nothing. He's done nothing this preseason.
0: Stefan breaks it down, too. And I think, like, again, like, I like the article. Some points, other points, I'm like, ah, come on. You know, but I'm like, Simon
1: Holmstrom's had opportunities, and he's whiffed on every single one of them. Can't even put the puck on fucking net. Everything high, everything high and wide. Every single shot high and wide. And then they go in. This has been a problem for him. They say how smart he is. But you know what? It's almost like the moment's too big for him. Could That's be. what it seems like. That's what they're saying without actually saying it. I'm going to say he's a freaking choker. There you go. Frank from Empire State adds Holmstrom benefits from Lou trying to show us that he can draft. What a joke. Agreed. Gumu says, where's Phil's facts? I thought he was on a schedule to drop truth bombs on tonight's show. Next week. Next Wednesday. Uh, Frank also adds, I'd rather have Uncle Leo than Holmstrom, not even close. Uh, yeah, okay. What does that say, though? Think about that, Frank. Your organization is not good enough. When you're considering playing a 34 year old Leo Komarov or that piece of shit, Casper Holmstrom, it doesn't matter. Your team's not good. Rob G says, I think Wallstrom's best chance to show himself is with Barzell and Horvat. Or Nelson Nengval. I don't think he fits with Nelson Nengval. He absolutely fits with Barzell and Horvat, though. Does he come back and play enough defense? Maybe that's what they're trying to teach him by putting with Pajot uh, is, hey, you're going to have to play the 200-foot game. It can only make him better, let's be honest. But his his strength is always going to be putting the puck on net, putting the puck in the net. That's his strength. Mm. I can live without the other things. you got to score. Gauthier and Fashing over Wally says D Cut. Um, I'm not so sure about that.
0: They both uh, have played better in the preseason, but they've both been put in better situations. uh, That's why it's like, you know, it's like I'm not too concerned with what the results have been. I'm more concerned with how they look. And when you're getting paired up with guys like Kuhlman, Dimtro, Timishev, and Ishakov, you know, you're not being put in the chance to succeed. You're being paired up with career AHLers. Sorry.
1: The issue is Gauthier and Fashing are really bottom six guys. Where Wallstrom should be a top six player. Uh, Drew adds, "Hockey IQ means nothing when the talent isn't there." Yeah, I just like to say it because it's the same thing they kept on saying about Josh Bailey, how smart he was, and I'm like, so he smart. can't play the game. That's why he did everybody's homework for him. Frank Kaplan adds, "He's the next GM." Okay, Frank. I guess we get. I guess we get you on the show. Uh, your your first interview on the show when you get that position. Mookie Betts is "Grump." How about Ross and Wally for a second-round pick? Um, why would we trade for a second-round pick? We never use it. We trade it away for something else. Hmm. Oh, man. Drew says, Casper is incredibly slow. He has to improve his skating. He's got to improve everything. Not just skating, everything. D-Cut says, Barzal is a coach killer. Disagree. Yeah. He could also send Wally to the Ukraine. I don't think <laughs> we should send anyone to the Ukraine.
0: Unless on humanitarian work.
1: Maybe Simon Holmstrom. Frank <laughs> says there's no Emmer effing way Holmstrom can play first line. I 100% agree. That doesn't mean that they won't jam it down our throats. Frank also says Palmieri plays well with Barzell. I think um, a
0: lot of players who have active motors play well with him. Like He just has to have somebody that fits his style. And when he Parise, does, that's when he plays well.
1: If Parise had legs anymore, he would have been perfect with Barzell. Perfect. Tommy Baffi adds, Holmstrom has options. Good chance he goes to Bridgeport. We can only hope. I never want to see him in an uniform, honestly, ever. Ever. He sucks. He's got... Matter of fact, on his picture in the media guide, it just has bust. That's it. Bust. Goon, Goo how many more playoff chokes will it take for the Maple Leafs roster to be broken up like a house made of Lasting's millage cards?
0: Lasting's millage cards are actually the most stable foundation to lay a house on. That's all I'm gonna they're, yeah, they're My not house. going to
1: say. They're not going down any lower in price than they are right now. My so,
0: house is made out of out of my my foundation is Actually, made a hundred percent out of Lasting's Millage rookie signed cards.
1: If you buy a Lasting's Millage card now, it, wow, that's a big comment. Yeah, whoa, TJ's intimidated <laughs> by the <laughs> amount of words. Yeah, I know, no, know.
0: and a lot of words. <laughs> he
1: won't be touching this one that much. Hey, I think, you, Grumpy, yeah. I
0: think this comment's got your name written all over it. There, yeah. Grump.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just want to touch on the Lasting's Millage cards real quick. I mean, you know, when you get them for nothing, they can't go for anything less than that. That's all I have to say. I'd Frank agree. McCarty says the 2020 the 22-year-old wingers 863,333 dollars salary isn't currently being counted against their current cap as cap friendly has enlisted in the minors with a $70,000 salary because Holmstrom is still on his entry level deal due to two entry level slides with one year remaining, he finds himself waiver-exempt, and that's why there's a strong chance he finds himself in Bridgeport to start the season. Thank you, Frank. You worded that because we knew that, Frank. We knew everything about that, but we couldn't have worded it as brilliantly as you did. Thank I you. just
0: think it's odd that nobody else has been playing on the first line but him. I'm it like, who not- are we going to slide in? I think that he would make the most logical sense to send down there to Bridgeport because he does have waiver-exemption. I'm just I'm like, ah. I maybe, they think they just,
1: may, maybe they just maybe they just waive Ross Johnston.
0: They're going to wave Ross Johnston. No I like him. I, I you yeah, know
1: what he's. I like I'm so Ross mad Johnston. for him. I do too. Always liked him. One of our favorites for certain. Yep. Drew says maybe it's just my stupid self. It probably is. But have the Islanders ran a more running gun style of play during the preseason, or is it just me? Uh yep, they have. Maybe they. I mean. I can't, I can't imagine them playing like that in the regular season. If you play running gun against Buffalo, you're going to get beat opening night. Absolutely. I don't think Buffalo is good enough defensively still, but they can score. If you don't limit their scoring chances, you're going to get run off the ice. They're, they're, and I don't think as an overall team, Buffalo is better than we are, but they can score. I mean – I don't think they should have went out and got themselves a veteran goalie. They didn't do it. I just, I don't get it. Uh, I, I, at some point in time, it's like, what are you thinking? Do you want to be good? I, I don't know. I don't know if Buffalo wants to be good. Same thing with the devils. You know, you need a goaltender. Don't tell me that they don't realize that they don't have the answer in that. Then I got to question everything Fitzgerald does. <laughs> ben Blanket says fire management for this abomination of a first line left wing choice. I agree. (laughs) Oh, God. David D. says, honestly, maybe give a shot to the player we signed, X ranger or younger player, uh, Gauthier. Um, Lou has his hands all over it like the balanced line and has Holmstrom plays defense. That's it. Bowen Barzell is a scorer. Holmstrom isn't a fit on the first line. He's just not. He's just not. I don't even understand why you're even trying it. All right, one game, you saw that he sucked. No more. No more. I haven't seen enough of Palmstrom to realize he sucks. I have. Uh,
0: uh, he's just the bottom six guy. Masquerading on the top line, which is the aggravating part.
1: Give him a harmonica and a banjo. Rob G says, Holmstrom's going to be a superstar. Can you guys see it yet? Nope. I cannot.
0: And I'm worried that uh, we're not going to be seeing it anytime soon. Because Lou's
1: never going to see it. That's for certain.
0: Now, he's a guy where the – I love how even the outline, oh, he struggled in Bridgeport, couldn't find the back of the net. you figured you'd want guys on the first no, no. line to put pucks it's, in the back of the net. It's
1: not that he couldn't find the back of the net. He couldn't hit the net. He's not an accurate shooter. Everything's high and wide. Everything. Mm. He just – you don't put the puck on the net. Andrew L says, look, always at, oh, look at the goal he scored in the preseason. The puck hit him to go in the net. If that's not a Josh Bailey special, I don't know what is. The puck hit him, and it went into the net. That's his goal.
0: That's his one goal.
1: He was shot, and the puck went in the net.
0: I always like when Pulak uses the fake shot shimmy. He needed to utilize it more. When he does, it always leads to good scoring opportunities.
1: Try something else. You've been in the league for how many years now? Just a He's few. another guy. Can't put the puck on net. Can't do it. Oh, oh, here we go. So what do New Yorkers and goalies have in common? They hate traffic. Look at that. I, like I think that. that's everywhere, right? Greg Frost says Barzell is a weak version of Bob Bourne. I disagree there. I'm sorry. Barzi is more talented than Bobby Bourne. I, I like Bob Bourne. Really do. But Barzell's better than him. Tommy Baff says, "R.D. never moves out players in front. Pathetic. I mean, really, with the size of the players, I mean Romanov. He don't. I don't even think he knows. I don't even think he knows where to be on the ice. I mean, unless he could try to tattoo somebody along the boards or whatever. It's like that Marino thing. I can't get past it. I'm like, geez, and he's caught up ice." Because he's the guy that rushes up. He's our fourth guy on the rush up. Really? Really? He sucks offensively.
0: Andrew Bell said, imagine if Dobson whiffed on that that pass. We would brush right over it. Maybe we would. Unless there there was like an outcry. Now here's the thing. Our, the listeners on the show do a good job of keeping us in check where they say, yep. Why are you talking about how bad Dobson was? And we pull it up and maybe I try to defend Dobson, maybe I don't, just depends on the day, depends on how egregious the offense is. <laughs> but you know, it would be brought up and then it would be retroactively put on the show. And then we would try to I would try to defend him if it needed. I'm
1: gonna to. I'm gonna defend Noah Dobson here. And he hasn't even done anything. But I feel I need to defend him. The reason why, and we do defend Noah Dobson, yes, is because he's the only defenseman who has any offensive ability at all. He's not a defensive defenseman. That's what Romanov supposed. Oh man, he throws the body. You know, he's a rock in front of. The, he sucks. Will he be better this year? I hope so. Because he's he sucked last night nights ago that marino that should be something we should just run all the time Whoop whoop whoop! oh missed it missed him a defenseman and it's not like it's not like marino was like paul coffee or bobby or out there he's not he just i was like holy crap i said who is who was that and I'm like, please don't let it be Dobson. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's not playing today. It's <laughs> Romanoff trying to lay the big hit. It's like, stop. Oh, Romanoff. <laughs> Roll me,
0: Romanoff. Um, and then JK says here, my opinion last year's Sorokin was feast or famine. It seemed like he gave up five goals or pitched a shutout each start. I disagree. I disagree a bit. Yeah. And now again, <laughs> I know that's what Phil's been trying to put out there a lot. I'm not saying that you're just blindly following Phil, but uh
1: he, he, had had a couple games. he had a couple of games where he was bad, just like every goalie in the league.
0: I was about to say, and like I feel like all goalies in the league will have games where they really do well or they really struggle. Now, and again, like maybe it's a maybe it's a benefit. How often do you see goalies shutting out teams? And maybe this is actually more of a compliment than anything else. Because what Romola or uh Sorokin led, I think, two of the last three years in shutouts per season. So maybe it's more of a compliment that hey, he's a guy who Shuts out, and that's like when he doesn't, you're just kind of shocked.
1: And how many think about how many times he's had poor help up front from his defense group and his wingers, and he's just come back and just saved the day by being spectacular all by himself in that. That's yeah, he, he had a couple of bad games last year, without a doubt. Here's the thing if he doesn't play well, we're not winning. That much I could you could just book that one. Take, take that to DraftKings. You take your five bucks and your 200 and bet that. If Sorokin is great, we have a shot to win. If he's bad, zero chance. We're not outscoring anybody. No (laughs) shot. No (laughs) shot.
0: What are the cons we have, X?
1: (laughs) Gauthier is better than Wallstrom. How can you tell? Gauthier is playing with NHL players, Wallstrom's playing with guys who are not going to make the team.
0: Wallstrom's playing with career KHL guys and guys who play in the NFL. How many
1: games is he played? How many, how many preseason games is it? Two games. Two.
0: Two. two, uh, like, two. I, okay, I'm going to have to pull up here the prior combination. He's been paired with some of the shittiest freaking line mates imaginable.
1: They put him with, we put him with Josh Bailey and Simon Holson. What the hell you can you expect the man to do?
0: they brought josh bailey back they signed him for the pto they saw what he did for ottawa and said we're actually going to offer you a contract after we saw on that pto
1: how about this let's say the hey josh you know we're thinking about bringing you back we don't want to pay you that money but we'll bring in a pto and then they say no we don't want you (laughs) talk about a slap in the face is he still with ottawa they cut him loose already
0: no he's still with ottawa they haven't cut him loose. i want to be
1: back in the cul-de-sac cooking burgers yet
0: You know what? I hope, I I wish nothing but the best for Josh Bailey. Now that he's no longer on our team and sucking up $5 million worth of a cap hit, have fun.
1: D-Cut says Sorokin will be harmed for life by those ECHL goals he gave up versus Carolina in the playoffs. D-Cut, I'm telling you, I know you wear the sunglasses all the time. You need to take them off when you watch Islander games, though. Watch
0: out, my sunglasses that night. Okay, so the first game Wallstrom played, Timischoff and Kuhlman. And then the second game he played. And, and Gauthier,
1: Gauthier is playing with Ishakov, who has offensive ability, and Sezikis. Well, he
0: played with Ishakov. Wallstrom played with Ishakov the next game. Okay, Gauthier has played more than two preseason games. I'm just thinking, right, I think Wallstrom's going to make the lineup out of starting uh, opening night. But I'm just like, I figured they were going to give him probably a little bit more time with NHLers and guys he'd have experience with than maybe kind of, I mean, like, with Gauthier, you don't know what he has. He's brand new to the organization. You want to try him with a few different combinations to see what sticks, and that's what they've done this preseason. I just would have liked to see Wallstrom get a little bit more time to develop and establish a little bit of chemistry. But, hey, I'm just like, Wallstrom hasn't looked great the preseason. He's looked unnoticeable. It's because he's playing with every single shift. Kuhlman, Temishov, and Ishikov. When you hear those names, you don't say, oh, yeah, man. Oh, I know that name.
1: You don't. Sounds like a Russian law firm.
0: <laughs> Come to the law firm of Ishikov, Kulman, and Timishov. Yep. Go ahead there, Grumpy. James Costa.
1: I have a feeling the Islanders will finish second in the metro. Hey, it's a fever dream. Uh, by the way, Pulak looks like excellent. Pulak looks like excellent. Just seems no, to have looks a bit more to his what?
0: He looks excellent.
1: No, but this says looks like excellent. So I think maybe it's like a Valley girl. You know, Pulak looks like excellent. Just seems to have a bit more to his game. Sorry, James. Uh, I, I don't see any way the Islanders finish second. Unless they're disbanding Carolina and the Rangers and the Devils. Then we have a shot at second. Mm. Grumpy, why will Clutter and Martin play over Gauthier and Durand out? Because the management team loves them. Period. Doesn't matter if they could play or not. They like them. They want them. The identity line. How many times are you going to hear that between now and the start of the regulars? The identity line. (laughs) They're all cashed, except for Casey. He's okay. Coach
0: Tommy B. Grumpy.
1: Big question this year. How long will the identity line remain together before they finally break them up? I think you'll see a little bit more of, okay, we'll play this guy and sit this guy, play this guy and sit this guy. But if healthy, Clutterbuck and Zeke is going to play every night. Oh, God. They're Continue. going to keep together till the wheels fall off. Mayfield sucks.
0: You guys don't want to believe.
1: He's looked um, slow. He's not looked good this preseason. I will say that. He David D De- yeah, he's go not ahead.
0: a guy who he looked good last year during the regular season, but looked like the best defenseman in the postseason. He's, he's more of a playoff-style defenseman. Yep. Yeah, any,
1: uh, David D. says, uh, any team that is fast cannot keep up with the full 60 minutes. We are a more grinding and hitting team that plays defense first before offense unless we end up opening up and getting exposed. If we don't stay in the system, we ain't good enough. Just average. And that's the thing. We've never na- been able to play the full 82 games and be successful playing the Barry Trott system. It's too physically hard for guys to do that. Just really difficult. And the older we are, the less likely it is that we're going to be continue to play like that. So maybe they have to say, okay, well, for 10 games, we're going to do this. Then we're going to do that for 20 games and go back to 10. Just sometimes time, spread it out. I don't know what they're going to do. They cannot play like they did against the Devils the other night. They're going to get run out of the rink.
0: They do not match up with the more skilled teams playing the ice capade style of hockey. We just don't.
1: That's true. Jake says, I have a question for Grumpy. I've been a long-time listener, and I would like to know the following. Do you like the Flyers? Hmm. <laughs> I do not He's like the fan. Flyers. I, I hate the Flyers. I've always hated them. It almost makes me hate Halloween. If it wasn't for the candy, I hate Halloween because the colors are orange and black. <laughs> But I make an exception. Dicott says, fire X, hire Phil. No. No way. No way. (laughs) Rick Romer says, the Devils were ranked eighth in the league last year in goals against with Schmidt and Vanacek. It doesn't matter. Why would they have to win every game seven to six now? Good defensive team with average goaltending. All right, they lost Severson. They lost Reeves. And they're going to go with Hughes and Nemec probably. They're not going to be as good defensively certainly to start the year.
0: I'm going to say certain players, certain defensemen will be better. Other defensemen will be worse. It's going to take them time. They're going to put up, they're going to score a lot of goals. Right. I think that's the safe thing. You're going to score a lot of goals. When I say a lot of goals, I mean a lot of goals.
1: And I'm not, we're not saying they have to win every game, seven, six. They have the ability to win every game, seven, six. They're going to be scoring a lot of goals this year. I just think if Schmidt plays like that every night, they're gonna to have to win every game seven six. He was terrible. <laughs> he was terrible.
0: Oh terrible. Oh God.
1: Google says has Barzi surpassed Tavares in skill set, or should he be banished to bet? I think he's always been more skilled than Tavares, um, but I, I mean, just think I just think Tavares is a better player. If you know what I mean.
0: I think he's more skilled. Yep. I think though. Yeah. Tavares doesn't matter what he is. He's malleable. Matt Barzal needs to have a certain type of player around him in order to, to make them better. It's not like you can put him with a slow plotter and expect him to, to play it, you know, in the, in the, and to, you know, bring out the best of that other player's game. Just not what he can do. Goon, goon, grump.
1: TJ and grumpy. Did you ever enjoy gambling? Did you ever lose your shirt?
0: T. Nah, I hate gambling. Absolutely hate it.
1: I, I was never a gambler, but we used to bet the horses and, you know, uh, the trotters are fixed. And we had one that every, ran every Friday night and won. I'm like, no, I'm not going to bet. I'm not going to bet. I'm not going to bet. Finally, I bet 100 bucks on the horse to win. A son of a bitch came in 4th i I'm like, that's it. Ah! I said, forget it. And the guys, even, the guy who was telling me, you know, giving me the tips is, maybe you want to spread. I'm like, nah, go ahead. We'll just go in. it. That was a long time ago, too. So 100 bucks was worth something back then. I'm like, yeah. that. you know what? There you go. I have never had a bet since. It's, you know, just you know, little friend bets, but I always win those. I don't I like make it. bets. I, I don't make bets. I don't win. Which reminds me, Rich Rosencrantz, For those of you in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, in February, the New York Islanders are playing. And we should have mentioned this right off the top. Matter of fact, I'm going to mention it right off the top of every single show <laughs> until then. So I make sure that he's that he's listening. Rich was talking such mad shit during the uh, Islanders Never Say Die Fantasy Baseball League. That he made the bet that whoever's team was better at the end of the year. Well, it's going to be my team, of course. Uh, the the loser would have to go a first period of the Dallas Stars game <laughs> against the Islanders in February with the shirt off, holding a sign that says the stars suck. So, Rich, I'm telling you right now, get the freaking buzzer out. Delaney, you're going to have to buzz his back, or whatever. <laughs> he's got to be shaved down, and your father's going to embarrass you. So I'm sorry, Rich. That's what happens when you make a bet with the grumpy old man. I don't lose those bets. <laughs> it does not happen. I would have done anything not to lose that bet. Anything.
0: Oh, goodness. All right. Every that's single
1: fun. show. I forget about it. every single show.
0: I want Gauthier on the first line, says oh, Mark He's
1: not a first player make a break for Walking
0: this year. Yes. definitely make a break. break here. Absolutely. Um Tommy B.
1: Gautier has been in the league 5 years. Has he ever even scored 10 goals in a season? Well, Phil doesn't matter. Doesn't matter Phil. He's great. He's the next he's the next best thing supposedly. No. 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 Phil's batting a thousand. He's wrong every time. Grumpy used Mr. to Brady, fr-
0: was that yes or no.
1: No. <laughs> nope. Gugu says Grumpy used the phrase "zip it" before. Wasn't that a phrase popularized by the legendary Morton Downey Jr.? Yes, it was. But I wasn't thinking about that. Grumpy explained to young TJ who that was and what made him significant. It was like the beginning of reality TV. The matter of fact, they even have—I don't know which streaming platform, maybe Amazon Prime—has a, a thing uh, on Morton Downey Jr. And he was very, very popular. His father was a an Irish crooner, I believe. And he was always smoking a cigarette all the time. And you know, he had false teeth, you know, the white, yeah, the white pearly whites, they look false to me. And you know, he would tell people who disagree with him, just zip it. It's a it was actually pretty good. I like you know what him. he looks like,
0: Grumpy. He looks a little like um I think he's dead. He's dead. Put him up. He looks a little bit like Grumpy. He looks a little like that guy in um, God, Breakfast Club.
1: Put a, Like the teacher right?
0: from Breakfast Club.
1: No, no. Yes,
0: he does. X, if you can remove that, please, for us.
1: Yeah, no. That's actually a good picture of him. I know. Morton Downey, J- zip it!
0: What the hell is supposed to be? The kids are crying and your
1: wife is on your cake. She's a nagging and a ragging some senseless crap. Mother-in-law says you're a no-good bum. God, I wish that woman would shut her trap. Well, your head starts pounding and you're starting to shake. Your blood pressure's on the rise. Right. But there's a surefire cure called the loudmouth method. I think you better give it a try. Just tell them, sempre. "What did he say? You heard him."
0: Oh, what did
1: he say? He didn't say whip it. He didn't
0: say whip it. He says zip it. zip it. Zip it. There it is. Sorry. Yeah. Right. Continue along there, X. What else we got here, comment wise? SunX.
1: Good, good says a good friend of mine texted me today. I was also thinking about how TJ said he doesn't listen to music. Very unusual. No lie.
0: No music. That was the most music I heard was right there today. It's the first time I listened to music. It was right there.
1: D-Cut says, fire Nick. I don't know who that is. Hire D-Cut. <laughs> oh, man. Come on? Come on, Nick. I mean, X. Okay. Mario <laughs> says, funny how people are killing Aho when the Islanders actually need a player like Aho."
0: Sebastian Aho for the Hurricanes.
1: Um, yeah. Yeah.
0: Imagine if Sebastian Aho for the Hurricanes played with Matt Barzal. Holy shit.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's, are, those are, that's, guys. that's right. That Those are 100-point-a-year guys, without doubt. Yep. Uh, Frank says, LOL, Grumpy, is a national treasure. Love you, Grump. Thank you, Frank. Rick Roma says, all my comments are getting posted. I'm starting a Sun X fan club.
0: Oh, there it is. There it is. What else we got here?
1: Scott Harris says, Congrats on the fantasy baseball championship. You old son of a bitch. Just kidding. Go Islanders. Totally on board with getting Kasparov off line one. Scott uh, wound up beating Rich in the semifinals. And Scott and I had a, a fairly tightly contested battle. Um, but I came out and won. But Scott, you were a, a. Thank you so much for the congrats, Scott. And you were a, a great competitor. Much better than Rich. Dallas, oh. Dallas in February. Rich without a shirt on, gotta be there.
0: Jack W. Grumpy.
1: Will you find Chaps be going to the outdoor stadium game? No. Big group of UK Isle of fans making the trip. Wow, interesting. I don't you think we'll
0: make that one. No, probably not. We're gonna to have to make it up there for a game. We
1: have, we have to go up there for a game, but I do want to go to the arena. I'm, I'm not yeah. The stadiums.
0: Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, I, we got to think, we got, I want to go to UBS Arena, see what all the hubbub's about, see what all the hubba Louie's about, Grumpy. That's right. Thank Rick Roma says, Grumpy, taking that Devils Islanders preseason game way too seriously.
1: We got to talk about something. Think about how many podcasts we did this offseason when nothing happened. Finally, we get a little bit of something to watch and make some type of snap judgment, which is what we do. And, uh, you know, got to do it. Had to do it.
0: it. Had to be done.
1: But, you know, it is preseason. Schmidt sucked.
0: Yep. Um. Excellent of the comments we got here, buddy.
1: Let's go. Fantasy football is awesome. Yes. We also have an Islanders Fantasy Football League. X's team is doing pretty good in that. Looks pretty good. Wonder who picked it. Wonder who runs it. I don't know. Figure it out.
0: My team's looking pretty good in fantasy football this year, too. Grump. I think
1: you're 0-4, TJ. Why don't you tell yeah. us again how great your team is?
0: My team's the best 0-4 team in the league, Grump. Yes. Don't you forget it. Uh, says,
1: if Rodgers attends an Islander game, would it push the needle? Uh, no, they need to get Taylor Swift, Dayton, one of the Islanders. That <laughs> would draw some attention to the team.
0: Absolutely, it would.
1: I just find it interesting with uh, Swifty, Dayton, Kelsey, and all of a sudden, they're playing Taylor Swift commercials, like the first commercial in after showing her up on the big board. I'm just not saying that. I'm not saying it's a business arrangement, but it sure feels like that.
0: It definitely feels like some sort of business arrangement going on. Absolutely, Grump. Yep. Don't disagree. I don't.
1: She just claps. Just. To, I don't think she knows what the hell she's even. I mean, oh, you
0: better there. watch out. The Swifties like the lovely Paige. She's a Swiftie. She was watching the football game on on Sunday night. Not even, I didn't even have to solicit. She was just watching the football game, excited to watch Taylor Swifty. She was have, watching every time Swifty came on television.
1: Didn't they have to have Carson Daly, like, mansplain the game to women? I love when you said the word mansplain, Grumpy. Mansplain. <laughs> mansplain. Charles oh. Dittmer says, when you guys finally make it to the new arena, how about getting a box with all the fixings and invite some of your fans, starting with me and my boys. Why not? I and will say. I will Lord say. We go area. up there. We're gonna get. I'm gonna get something nice for everybody. For certain.
0: Grumpy's gonna buy drinks for the entire
1: arena. The next round's on us. And by room. the way, X said Swifty was shown 11 times during the game. 11 times.
0: Is it funny that the lovely page knew that too? She, the fiance Y must have been paying attention to that also.
1: I did not know. All I know is you know when they used to have uh, the harpy. Uh, during Brady's heyday I don't think she was on 11 times and certainly not just to put her up there they had to be winning Um, Rick Roma says apparently the preseason Panthers lightning game in Orlando got 20k the Rays game got around 19k not a good luck for Major League Baseball Uh, congratulations to the Minnesota Twins
0: yes the first time they've won a playoff series what 20 years
1: They hadn't won a playoff game since 1990-something. Yeah, 20 oh 30 years almost. Holy shit. And they, good for them. Good for the Minnesota Twins. I'm rooting for them. Drew says, at least TJ got Kenny Pickett wrong. I'm not letting you off, TJ.
0: I've always said Kenny Pickett projects to be a guy who's, you know, an average NFL quarterback.
1: Let's move on. He sucks. Move on, please. It looks like he could. Chase Jaycock says, how do we still not have a real complete first line? How long has it been? My whole life. Now, Chase, I'm, if that is a true picture of you, we did have a first line when you were younger. It was called during the glory days.
0: Glory so, days. You going to start singing grumpy?
1: No. I oh, you
0: know, that. I figured you'd would You take that as a free invitation to start singing.
1: How much of that song do you know, TJ.
0: Dun, 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 glory days dun. It's by it's by Bruce Springsteen. Yeah. Glory days. Da, 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 da. That's all I know. Glory days in that little freaking little da, 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 da. I don't know oh. anything else. Bruce, you Bruce know what? just kind of meanders about. He putters about when he speaks sometimes. It's
1: just not putter about. You, you know what? Shitty artists. They're you're all
0: gonna, shitty artists, grumpy. You're gonna have to listen. You're gonna have
1: to listen to Born in the USA, the whole album. Born Ugh. to Run, all those great albums. You're going to have to listen to them. Nice. Artists on the Edge of Town, all that good stuff. Uh, da, da, da. Yeah. Uh, uh, and Frank says, you guys wrong. You, you're you wrong, guys. Romanoff is good. Makes a lot of big defensive plays. A shit ton of blocks, but you focus on the bad plays only. That's right, because those are the ones that show up. Um, and Sun X also said the only reason he knew – about the Swifty things because people are playing drinking games. Like every time they show a Swifty, ba-boom, do a shot. So everyone was loaded by the end of the night. That's for certain. <laughs> Dave Johnson says, Holmstrom will get benched in a week. Then they'll call up some total nobody and put them on the first line. Rinse and repeat, shampoo-loo all season. While the second and fourth lines might have more security than the Supreme than SCOTUS, the Supreme Court of the United States wow the second to fourth lines have more job security than the lifetime appointments of the supreme court of the united states that's a bold statement dave i'd say i'd say that is kind of bold very bold tommy baffrey says phil and i had isaiah george winning the norris trophy this year yeah Phil. phil 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 we love phil i love i love talking to phil i do um He's great, great guy, but he's, he, like I said, he's batting a thousand. He's wrong every time.
0: <laughs> oh gosh. Uh Sean, a Sean Amir says here, welcome to the Islanders die funeral podcast. Everybody sucks and we'll be lucky to win two games.
1: That's not true. We're going to win plenty of games, but I just, I don't think we'll make playoffs. That's all. Here's the thing. If we play like we did the other night, we're not winning any games.
0: We have to play our very patented inherited Barry Trot style of hockey. If we want to go ahead and make the postseason, then that's
1: JP. This is for this. Actually, this is for TJ. Hey, fellas, was at a rehearsal. Please let me know if you're going to do a fantasy hockey league.
0: Yes, we are. And didn't, we need you and I need to talk after the show today. We need to talk about when we're gonna when we want to do this fantasy league. We can go ahead and get it done. We can get it started up.
1: I we think JP is up. also doing a, a league and has sent you an email.
0: Yes, I need to go ahead and actually read my emails. That's the problem.
1: This is like the fourth time you've said that.
0: You know, I was planning on getting shit done yesterday. Nothing got done. So today, hopefully, I'll have more motivation to get things done at the end of the day. Okay. Tony G says, uh, you should change the name uh, to Adults Wearing Children's Shirts Talking About a Hockey Talking About Hockey Podcast.
1: Hey, that's pretty good.
0: Hey, it's kind of catchy, too.
1: Yeah, I bet Sun X. Actually, I I did wear this I did wear this shirt for a reason. And he says, I bet Sun X is wearing a Paw Patrol shirt. I was gonna say, you know, what Marvel character would the Islanders be? But I couldn't think of one, honestly. Sorry.
0: I don't even know the Marvel characters.
1: You don't know any of the Marvel characters. Those are like Wolverine, right? Uh, Cyclops. No. No. That's no, no. Those are that's the X Men. Which one's Marvel? Superman. No, DC Comics. Oh my God! I'm you know all these stupid. You don't know creepy. any any of the Marvel comics? No, not any of the Marvel characters. Spider Man. Spider Man. He's Sony, but okay, I'll give you Spider Man.
0: Uh, but Spider Man's part of Marvel, isn't he? Not really. Oh. No, I don't watch fucking cartoons that are designed for children. Not like, cartoons. Not, this
1: fashion. not cartoons. They only like the like some of the highest grossing movies in the history of cinema.
0: The stupid, stupid, freaking those movies suck ass. You know what I'm getting excited for? I'm going to watch one movie this year, ladies and gentlemen, in the theaters. Actually, two movies. I went with Grumpy, and we saw um Mission Impossible. That was good. I actually enjoyed that movie. We're going to watch Napoleon in theaters. I'm getting very excited to watch Napoleon with Joaquin Felix. I'm looking forward to watching that movie.
1: X was mentioning something about Invisible Woman. No. Invisible Invisible Woman? Woman? She was part of the Justice League, which is part of DC Comics. Iron Man, Captain America. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or those are Marvel characters. They've only put out 20 freaking movies with those characters, and you couldn't come up with one what a loser
0: jesus christ okay let's continue on with some comments there x x is hitting us up in the private chat (laughs) oh x x do you have anything you want to say about that hold on x i just mute if you want to speak you can unmute yourself i'm sure you've got something to say you just keep hitting the shit out of the private chat what do you want to say buddy oh i said invisible woman from fantastic four is marvel by the way grump not dc
1: Jeremy, nobody was even talking about the invisible woman. You are, I said, you said, you said, what Marvel character would the Islanders be, but I couldn't think of one, so I said, the invisible woman. Okay, Okay, I like that. I like that.
0: I didn't think of that. I'm
1: sorry, X, CX. That's a type of uh, of pithy quip that you bring to the show.
0: (laughs) All X, I'll go back to mute you. Thanks, buddy.
1: Shut him up again. Sean (laughs) says, we have more depth than ever. That is a good problem. No. If guys did not produce, okay. Do we address this one at a time? Yes, we have more depth than ever, but it's not first line depth. If guys did not produce, we have guys in the wing ready to step up. We don't. All of our depth is on the bottom, at the bottom. We're mostly third and fourth line type players. We're younger and faster. I don't see where we get that. A full year of Engval and Horvat. I just, I want to say pump the brakes on Engval. And I think Horvat's gonna be good, Warzo. But I don't think we're I don't think we're younger. I don't think we're faster. We're still an older group.
0: The the issue I've got here. Do we have more depth? Yes. I just wish we had top line depth. So this is the problem when you have to you've got this freaking this feeling, this sensational feeling that you have to sign back every single player that wore an Islander sweater last year to make sure they're a part of the team. Just the natural progression of things. You don't need to sign guys like Hal Clutterbuck two years ago to a two-year extension. You don't need to sign guys like Matt Martin to a four-year extension. You don't need to sign guys like Casey Zizekas to a six-year extension. You don't need to sign guys like Pierre Engvall to a seven-year extension because you're going to find somebody in the matter of two years or even less that's going to be able to fill in and play that
1: bottom six role. That's why you don't need to give them huge contracts. For long, ridiculous I digress, there, right? But think about it. Simon Holmstrom is your first-line left wing right now so far. No, that tells you don't have enough depth for what you need. If we had a bona fide stud left wing, I could see this team doing some damage this year. I really could. We don't have one. We don't. And we don't even want to give the one guy maybe who has a potential in Oliver Wallstrom a shot. Don't even want to give him a shot at it. One of the comps got Tony Chi says, "Did anyone get Andy San Francisco's Dobson jersey, or is TJ just using it as a towel for when he grooms his cats with his tongue?"
0: I'm using it as a towel. No, we got. I got. I got. I got to talk with Andy. We got to get something going on. We got to get. We got to give that shirt jersey away. Because trust me, a thousand. Anyone-
1: hey, for a thou the thousandth YouTube subscriber is going to get that shirt.
0: No, we'll just pick somebody at random because you don't do a thousand and people start unsubscribing and subscribing. That's not what you do. You just say, once you hit a thousand, we'll do a random one and we're just going to give it so to you.
1: You think we have so many people who just subscribe and unsubscribe to this podcast, do you?
0: Oh, they could say as soon as we get to 999, they're going to say, oh, I'll just go ahead and unsubscribe once you hit a thousand. And
1: then, but go we got to keep that thousand for a year.
0: <laughs> no, motherfucker. We're just at a thousand. We'll do a random draw and we'll just go ahead and I Okay.
1: When we get to a 1,000, we'll do a random drawing. That's good. Sounds from, perfect. From one, one of the subscribers. That's cool. I'll get, I'm going to guarantee you it's not going to be Michael Moisa. That much I can guarantee you. <laughs>
0: not it's supposed me. to be random, Grumpy. What do you mean it can't be Michael?
1: Well, I'm going to make sure that his name is glued to the bottom of the bowl. <laughs> uh, not the him. So
0: you're going to do a paper. You're going to write down all 1,000 names on paper on and paper. then draw them out the old-fashioned That's way, correct. Grumpy. We can get you on film.
1: And X <laughs> says... We can both sign the jersey, the two of us.
0: Who? That's not a bad idea.
1: It's not a bad idea.
0: I actually kind of like that. We'll just have to get Andy to send it to us first, and then we'll sign, and we'll be good. That's right, Andy. I want Andy to sign too because he's part of that. Andy, myself, and Grumpy. We can all sign there. We could (laughs) sign on the eight, or for whatever
1: we could even have phil sign it but it'd just probably just be a bunch of z's
0: it wouldn't that be cool to have like all like uh like the guests of our show to sign oh that could be actually a really cool idea i'm totally down for that we need to probably get that started sooner rather than later cuz it's got to go a lot of different directions um and we'll it have probably it probably
1: should just way. be me and you who sign it
0: honestly i'm cool if everybody starts that'd be cool for listeners of the show that'd be cool that would be cool I- i'll be honest with you i would almost want to keep something like that all the what Grumpy?
1: What Grump? For a giveaway, we just sign, just us two sign. And maybe Andy, since he was part of the, the bet.
0: Anybody who wants to sign can sign. It's funny. Part Andy, of the
1: here's the funny thing. Andy is like the betting guru, and he lost the bet. I'm not saying know. I'm not saying anything, but it looks bad. <laughs> maybe you, saw, you know, like Pete, Pete Rhodes used to sign. Pete Ruse, I'm sorry. Pete Rose said, I'm sorry I bet on baseball, Pete Rose. Andy says, <laughs> I lost the bet, Andy Francis.
0: Oh, God. Jesus Christ. All uh right. Tony no, Chi says, Did you,
1: did we ever get the video played, Drew, or TJ making out with his cat? No, we've showed that already.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately. Embarrassing.
1: Tony Chi says, fire D cut. Hire Frank. A lot of hirings and firings going on. Chase adds, is any Islander going to get to 70 points? I'm going to say yes.
0: I'm going to say, depending on how, I think both Barzal as well as Horvat might.
1: Uh, okay. I was going to say just Barzal.
0: If things play well and we have a decent power play and they're on the first power play unit.
1: How many points did Kroc have last year? Over 70. Yeah, like 72. why 72.
0: I was about to say, I mean, like if both map ours all as if both map ours all and Bo Horvat are playing well, maybe who the hell we stopping them.
1: Yeah, I don't I, I don't think we have a whole bunch of guys get 70. If we do, that means that we're not we're going to be giving up a lot more goals to hmm. uh, Tony Chez, Tony Chez, Tony cheese says, I bet TJ is private messaging. So X like speed it up, pal. I got cat things to do. (laughs) That's it.
0: Got cat things to do.
1: And the ads: TJ is eating cat food burgers with his companions like King Cobra. Who the hell's King Cobra?
0: He's a little cow who's got severe autism. That's a YouTube guy.
1: Mark Alberti says, I don't feel sorry for the Leafs, Devils, Oilers of the World. Go trade for a real goalie. Give up some forwards for a goalie. Dopey teams never get it. You're 100% right, Mark. They don't get it. You need a goaltender to win. Tony Cheese says, don't say Marino in this podcast. You might summon Renee. Oh.
0: Alexander Toma. Damn Marino. Oh, God.
1: Franco's LOL, Tony. Screw Tua. Zach Wilson took over. Tua wishes he could throw half as far or as hard as Zach. He often literally throws a ball before the receivers run. Go Jets, LOL. All right, Zach Wilson looked great on sunday night best he ever looked that's about the extent of it though
0: hit the like button says anthony rizzi absolutely Absolutely.
1: five stars five stars
0: drew says here are we still calling the fourth line the identity crisis line or the identity theft line now i like the identity
1: crisis yeah i like it too i drew actually drew very good job Non-smack. John Smith says, "I'm having a hard time getting excited for the season. All these mouth breathers fawning over Holmes from, or worse, Lee on the first line makes me sick." I agree. finally, finally, someone with a comment that expresses the true feelings of the fan base.
0: There's John sitting right behind Lane Lambert. Is that Barry Trotz too, or just Lane?
1: I don't know. I got to think make it's it-
0: just Lane Lambert. Yeah. I don't know who the hell that is next to him. Maybe Huda. Who knows? Uh, Tony Cheese says here, with that mustache, TJ looks like his favorite book is Lolita. 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 Whatever Ah, that is. Look it up. Drew says,
1: I bet you Phil has a higher IQ on the game of football than our former offensive lineman, who is the host of the podcast. Uh, He does not. I can guarantee you he does not. Phil knows nothing about football. Nothing. Tony Chi says TJ's trying to get this podcast taken down so he can ignore his wife and play with the cats. A lot of vicious comments on TJ today. And it's like, oh, what the
0: fuck is this? My God. Ugh.
1: Tommy me Just at
0: what this is about. This is no. Oh, my God. It's like some even, pedo.
1: I don't even know what you're talking about.
0: It's some Lolita. is like some pedo book. Ugh thanks for that one, Tony Cheese.
1: thanks for that okay. one, Tony Cheese. Tommy Baffy says, do you think Kelsey and Swifty are actually dating? I don't. I don't think so either, really.
0: okay. I was it's like it looks kind of a force. It's it like just, it's, it's like a kind of merger between her and the NFL to help try to push the shit out of the popularity and her Media. new album, who
1: knew something Did you put an a al- movie out or an album or something a Swifty yeah. could tell you what's happening. They know everything. I don't know. D Cut says, X showing snail like qualities popping up the comments.
0: There it is. <laughs> there it is. Oh, That's a good way to end it. Thank you, X. <sighs> Let's wrap up the show here today. Um, but, ladies and gents,
1: G- one, on one more Smith. comment I just want to mention. Chase adds, the personal cat insults are better content than Swifty and Marvel.
0: There it is. Don't worry. Plenty of cats. Plenty of cats to go around. But, um, Grumpy, what do you want to say before we wrap things up here today?
1: I want to say love and laughter to everyone who listens and even those who don't, from TJ, the grumpy old man, and the wizard behind the board, SunX.
0: SunX, I'll add you in if you want to say your goodbyes too. And thank you, Grumpy. Thank you, SunX, for being a part of the show, helping us start these comments, helping us go through as you know quickly as possible, as, as efficiently as possible. Uh, you, know, you help cut our podcast time down from... You know three three and a half four hours to two hours almost flat and probably less than that when we get even more efficient so thank you always sun x thank you grumpy as always thank you guys for all the comments the lovely comments the lovely opinions weighing in on this hopefully with sun x it seems like everything goes smoother like that when we get some starred comments so thank you so much sun x um and uh yes we get a whole bunch of these happy engagement congratulations on the engagement sun x we got a whole bunch of good shows thank you so much guys um Thank you so much everybody, for watching yeah, and TJ's face and reading that uh, when reading what Lolita <laughs> was made me LOL. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, thank, thank you everybody. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Ah, we'll see you guys next time. Be on the lookout. We are going to do a fantasy hockey draft. We are, we are going to do one. I'm going to try to get read through everything email message wise. I'm going to get all caught up today. That's the goal. So that's what I'm doing here after the show tonight. I'll get this posted up so it'll actually go out on time on Thursday. So it's not like it'll be late. Um, We're going to go through. We're going to make sure uh, I respond back. We are going to be making a Fantasy Hockey League. I'll be posting it on our socials. When do you want to have the draft, Grumpy? What are you thinking? Are you going to be back in town on Sunday? Oh, we could do it Monday monday is a is is columbus day so we okay, can go man. ahead and do it monday like that most people have off for the holiday we could do it maybe sometime during the day on monday and most people uh,
1: don't have all for columbus day oh most people do not have, columbus day is not a national holiday yes
0: it is it's a federal holiday it's not a,
1: it's not a national holiday it's a federal it's a federal holiday grump i'll bet you a lot of people do not have that <laughs>
0: because says end the show, you bald-headed jerk. Oh, X must want (laughs) to leave. We're going to be probably doing it on Monday. Maybe it'll be end of the day. It'll be sometime on Monday. We'll do the fantasy hockey draft. Be on the lookout. I will be posting on our social media, on our YouTube. If you're interested, we absolutely will be having a fantasy hockey draft. Thank you so much, Grumpy. Thank you again, Sonex. Thank you, everybody, for commenting in. We'll see you guys Wednesday with feelings, facts we'll see you x time we'll see you tomorrow also 9 p.m eastern standard time teaching the grumpy old man
1: with sun x thank you
0: with sun x what do you want to say grumpy you want to say
1: something that's it that's what i want to say all righty got you guys bye